BetMGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn $5 into $150 instantly when you place your first wager at BetMGM. Simply download the BetMGM app and sign up using code CHAMPION150. Then, place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low net carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co. Warning, the following content may contain elements that are not suitable for some audiences. Viewer discretion is advised. Hello, kitties. This is yours, Dooley, John Kassir, the voice of the Crypt Keeper. And you're listening to Slasher Radio. <laughs> Welcome to Slasher Radio. It's Bones, and as always, Rob Cat. What's going on, ladies and gents? Not too much. Hello. Guys, I, I am fucking excited for this. I'm genuinely excited. Like, I've, we mentioned it last week. It's I, it's the, uh, we're, we're awarding no. the, the 2021 Lord Humphrey Cup. Yeah, you changed the fucking uh, Excel file of that, too. I don't think I didn't notice. Uh, yeah. I have I have a horror court. Whoa. Already we just started. Uh, yeah. <laughs> like, uh, we're not even a minute into this bitch. I know. <laughs> That's coming in hot. I, I didn't uh, know when I was gonna bring it up, but you've already mentioned the Lord Humphrey Cup, so uh-huh. I feel like this is a good segue. <laughs> okay. This is it's about both of you guys. And I wanna talk Ooh. about it. Um, I would like the audience to deliberate, maybe, because <laughs> I, I don't. I feel like you guys are just gonna defend yourselves. Um, yeah. So we had while we were preparing the spreadsheet for this, uh, we were going back and forth in Twitter messaging, trying to compile this list, and it wasn't working. So Mikey made the very smart move of creating a spreadsheet. Uh, and when I signed in there to help brainstorm, the thing was just a goddamn mess. There are some, <laughs> like, there are some that have just, like, the t- like the slashers in there, and then there are some that are just, like, sleepaway camp with five question marks. 
like it's a question. <laughs> so I spent like an hour after I got off work and I made it like very neat. So it's like the slasher's name in one column and the movie or franchise in the second column. I rated the, we still hadn't decided how many we were gonna do. I, I like ranked them into tiers. I very neatly uh, went in and I clicked the insert comment button for every cell so that you guys you could like hover over and see I signed back in the next morning it was like one of the first things that I did because I saw you guys were talking about it it was like less than six hours after I had last seen it and you guys have just like written comments over the second <laughs> half of the spreadsheet the text was overlaying so bad that I couldn't see what anyone said. The only free line was you, Rob, asking me who Mark Hoffman was, even though there's, like, the column right next to it very clearly says Saw. And it's like, <laughs> so that you didn't have to ask who anybody was. The spreadsheet was such a mess when I signed back in. All right, all right, look, I, here's the thing. All right, I'm not real good with Excel anyway. <laughs> It's not Excel, it's Google Docs, everybody. Whatever. Google Docs. It, it's an extra two seconds to hover over the comment button. The I'm insert not comment. an accountant. I don't know how to use <laughs> spreadsheets, all right? Secondly, when you say you, you rank them and everything, you had the most complicated color-coded system. It's a three-color system. <laughs> three colors. In the world. I had no idea what the hell was going on. I was like, what the hell kind of... Why is this so... Uh, intense <laughs> a three color system everybody for like <sighs> the 32 bracket the 64 bracket and then complaints that i had about people that i didn't think qualified which are all made the list i think <laughs> no 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 no. <laughs> okay now my defense granted i did start fucking it up i was the first one to add the column i'll admit that but i didn't know it needed to be full-on professional but second of all I don't know if you looked at tab two. Tab two, I added fucking um, what are the, like the the borders and everything. Like, come on, can I, did you see tab two? I, yeah, I saw tab two. It wasn't okay. tab two I was worried about. It was the fact that you and Robert were commenting back and forth over one another's comments. <laughs> it was like reading a screaming match between the two of you. Yeah, he put next to Leprechaun. This sucks. All this stuff. Yeah, it was a shame. But but to be fair, I did say okay. Let me make it nice again, and I, <laughs> let me leave that there, and I'll just make a whole new tab and a whole new sheet and be nicey nice. And so I, I will, I will admit that. But no, when we did have to shorten the list, I did take out the ones that you had. Those were the ones. Except for I'm looking. You, you can't well, lie to me because I'm looking at the list right now. Okay, but t to be fair, out of the ones you had read, the one we needed one. That should be the one. No. Well, we'll talk about it when they come up, but I, I am, I have conscientious complaints to some of our picks. Well, you guys can rest assured I have no idea who you're talking about or what's going on, so. <laughs> I don't know. It took me like a good 20, 30 minutes to figure out how to change the name of the doc. And I was super excited <laughs> once I figured that out. That was Rob's contribution. The fucking <laughs> name that all of us hate except him. I don't know why you hate it. It's like, you know, the Lord Stanley Cup, except it's the Lord Humphrey Cup. It makes, you know, it makes perfect sense. Why does that make it better? Why is it your cup? <laughs> because who else would it be named after? Oh my God. All right, Cat has valid complaints there. I mean, 
Uh, but, I, I mean, my finished product of uh, the second one, I, I mean, Kat, I even put, like, when I'm going through getting the, the images and stuff, I even made, like, a tiny little fucking column to make green so that it didn't look messy. I, I will say the second column, the, the the final product looked fine. Right. But I don't think I've ever been as frustrated with the two of you <laughs> as when I signed back into the spreadsheet and saw the overlapping comments. <laughs> I left them alone for a few hours and look at it. <laughs> Again, in my defense, I did not know there was going to be a spreadsheet involved. <laughs> well, it was easier. Pat, I feel like I, I should be exonerated from this hardcore because... A, it was my idea for the damn spreadsheet in the first place on a Google Doc, which made life easier. And B, I made nicey nice on page two, so this should be all Rob's fault. So you're saying we we just uh, get Rob in trouble for this? Yes. I'm I'm happy with that resolution of I, I accept part. zero responsibility for this. <laughs> all right. Spreadsheets. Come on. <laughs> you guys take something fun and turn it nerdy. <laughs> I think it was very nice. And yes, Cad, Cad did put a lot of effort into the to the list i pretty much had you know the major ones and was sitting there like uh and i don't know it's hard when you really put pen to paper on these things like you know there's so many doors like we kind of talked about it in our group dm there's doors that get opened and then you know doors are forced to be shut and it's like you know I, either way we're not gonna win with this shit because yeah you guys the listeners are going to bitch about who didn't make it, who did, how could you have this one but not that one, and all this. Look, there's only we we can't do a fucking four hundred page essay on this shit. No, we can't. We we could do another one next year though, and you guys let us know who we're missing and you know. All that how stuff. about this? How about we're just trying to have some fun? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like it doesn't have to be a thing. But I think it's a fun thing to have. I'm honestly, I, I could be wrong, but. I've never seen anybody do a full-blown bracket on this shit before. Yeah. Well, it's a fun thing, but th- you're not the one they're going to come after on Twitter, and you know it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so all complaints uh, at Radio Rob 123 on Twitter. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> all right. Do you feel better, Kat? I do. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> I like this segment. <laughs> I, I will admit um, it, my fault uh, partly was when I started reading Kat's thing, and it was like, <laughs> It was like, I color-coded, and then I just kind of quit reading. I was like, I don't what? <laughs> Color-code. Two like colors, Rob. Yeah. Red means bad. Green means good. I mean, this is yeah, what confused like- Rob was the concept of red means bad, I guess. <laughs> yeah, I was just like, what? I'm not. Colors, what? No. What are we doing? But yeah, no, it, it's... Yeah. I, I did kind of start fucking up that spreadsheet. I didn't think... And to be fair, I seen the spreadsheet after Kat had did what she did with it at like eight something in the morning. I'm not human until at least 11 in the afternoon. So, you know, eh, that, that. and mm-hmm. I seen that stupid title Rob put on it too. So it was all fucked up. I, I spent a good long hard time <laughs> thinking of that title. I'm sure you did. Yeah. You know, the garbage. I can't believe neither one of us changed it though. Kat. We kind of just left alone. Yeah. I was so distracted. Uh, I, I was trying to read your guys' comments. <laughs> I think mine were perfectly well thought out. It wasn't the comments that I had the problem. Well, uh, in some cases, it was the comments I had problems with. Also, you said I wasn't allowed to have musicals. 
on there <laughs> twice <laughs> on top of it they were the dumbest comments we could have possibly added <laughs> <laughs> and to be fair mine was just for my own personal use rob was the one who went and s- just started bashing everything they- in, in its path were they for your own personal use was i not supposed to get offended when you said that cabin in the woods shouldn't exist oh shit yeah that <laughs> one was in there yeah my bad i'm sorry about that one i couldn't help myself what musicals did we have on there? Sweeney Todd and Repo uh-huh. the Genetic Opera. Oh, yeah, right. Yeah, I did say musicals suck. Twice. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, they were on there twice. I wanted to make sure you understood my point. You know, I, I wanted you to see my point of view. <sighs> yeah, I, I, Kat, I'm sorry. I blacked out on that Cabin in the Woods thing. It, it just, <laughs> my, it's like in, in uh, uh, Liar Liar with Jim Carrey. He just started writing blue. <laughs> I couldn't help myself. It just my fingers started moving. Anyway, guys, we're going to skip over the voicemail segment for this week because we do have a lot to get into. Yeah. Uh, so I, I don't know how the hell we're going to finish this whole uh, this whole thing in one episode, but we're going to go for it. But I think before we get going, we should tell everybody about their nuts because I feel like we're going to get on a roll, and I don't want to break that. Say everybody haven't seen my balls, they're big and salty and brown. If you ever need a quick, pick me up, just stick my balls in your mouth. It's never a bad time to talk about balls. That's right, especially Rob's balls. Yeah. (laughs) Guys, don't forget you can go to manscaped.com and use the fan-sided 20 promo code. Get yourself 20% off your entire order and free shipping. Uh, So go over there and make sure you look at, I mean, they have an array of shit. Like don't I know you know everybody talks about the lawnmower and uh, it's a funny name shaving balls I get it but they got a lot of shit a lot of, they got fucking nose trimmers and uh, above and beyond their products everything you need for a male body is on that some bitch so you can go check out the lawnmower 3.0 it's got skin safe technology an LED flashlight so if you're shaving your nuts in the dark while you do it I don't know but if you do there you go you got a flashlight for it it's just it it works great. Yeah, it's nice and waterproof. Yeah, that's right. Yeah, mm-hmm. nuts in the shower. Yeah, go ahead and do that. Yeah. Um, I used it again a few days ago. Man, you know, like honestly, it it I really do like the Manscaped trimmers. I, from the 2.0 to the 3.0, I mean, they they really upgraded it. And you would mm. think, how could you upgrade a ball trimmer? But it it's just even just the vibration alone is is just above and beyond. Yeah, it's nice. It is nice. My balls are all smooth and aerodynamic now. I don't believe you. I want to see. (laughs) (laughs) They also have the travel shed, which is the little carry bag that we've talked about. That thing is awesome. I mean, the crop reserver, the crop preserver, uh, ball deodorant, and uh, the reserver is the spray for your nuts. So if you're feeling uh, a little under the weather under the belt, you can head in the bathroom or in the privacy uh, little privacy corner. I don't even know. I probably shouldn't even say that. People just be going to the corner of their job. You can do that. That's fine. Uh-oh. No. <laughs> no, that's all right. Oh, God. You just got to be discreet. We're going to get sued. <laughs> oh, yeah. yeah Rob's going to have HR all over for that. Uh, Mr. Humphrey's in the corner with his balls out. And- <laughs> it wouldn't be the first time. <laughs> <laughs> I believe you. <laughs> Um, yeah, so guys, they have all kinds of stuff. You can even pick yourself up a pair of drawers over there, man. They got a pair of underwear. Nicest underwear I own. Mm-hmm. I mean, you know, like, all 
I, I don't know women if women are the same way, Cat, but I know men have that like one pair of underwear that if you reach in the drawer and pull those out, it's gonna be good. Yeah. And honestly, they're they're comfy. I uh, <laughs> do wear the manscaped underwear. Started as a joke, but they're soft. <laughs> I still wish I could have been there for the moment where Cat's like just sitting there going, wow, these are actually pretty <laughs> It had to be like a fucking dangling off of the head or something. I, I do wish they were in. They're a little bit big on me because I, I did get something large, but they're so She's sitting there wearing them and she looks up from her spreadsheet. <laughs> the little light bulb goes off. I kind of like these. I'm going to have to color code a thing about that. <laughs> Kat, what would the color code for the comfy draws be? I don't know. Uh, I've, it's a good question. Maybe like a teal. <laughs> I'll go with teal. Um, yeah, anyway, guys, don't forget, like, seriously, go to manscaped.com and not for nothing, support the show, man. Helping, help, uh, go and getting yourself stuff, hooking yourself up, you're saving money and you're supporting us. It's a win-win, like, and we wouldn't be telling you guys to go get this stuff if it wasn't good. Like, I, I honestly, I, I will always have at least, probably two, but at least one, at least two Manscaped products. Like, that is my, you know, daily ritual. Well, I don't shave my nuts daily, but <laughs> the ball deodorant daily, like, I mean, it's just like putting regular deodorant on. Like, it, it's just that, that, that extra step up that us men need to really start learning how to take. Yeah, stop being gross. Seriously. Get a job, you bum! No, uh, no bus station thing this week, Rob? No, no. no I didn't have anything for that. Oh. I'm prepared. Good to know. Yeah. I mean, I, you know, <laughs> everybody knows the bus station's the singles club of the 2020s. <laughs> so, you can go down there and meet somebody. And, you know, ladies, you can, you know, just pick up anybody and take them home and clean them up. You can basically make your perfect man. You really can with Manscaped, though, dude. Like, you really can. Like, yeah. there, there have been guys where I've looked at it. Like, <laughs> a friend of mine, don't ask how I know. He's got uh -oh. a really hairy ass. All right. Ridiculously hairy. And, like, like he's part chimpan. He has to be. And, uh, like, I keep telling him, dude, shave it, man. Like, for crying out loud. And, you know, like, he's he's a, you know, he's a fit guy and but I sit there and think, I'm like, what, dude, if your ass wasn't hairy, you would probably have a really nice ass, you know? So it's like, if he had Manscaped, yeah. he'd, he'd definitely go up a couple notches. Well, this conversation just got weird. That's friendship saying? right there. That is like good <laughs> uh, bro friendship. <laughs> Very wholesome. You know, I, I, I feel when men, if you haven't seen each other's ass or, you know, it's just, are you really friends, you know? Something to think about. Yeah, yeah. I've seen more of my friends' ass than I would have liked to now that I think about it. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I might need different friends. <laughs> um. Anyway. So, uh, guys, we're, we're not going to do the voicemail segment this week, but I do just want to mention real quick, if you do want to leave a voicemail for the show, the number is 917-397-KILL. That's 917-397-5455. You can call in. And give any horror opinions, opinions about the show. Um, you want to talk about Rob? Any information on Roger? That's the number to call. We haven't heard from Roger in a while. Hope he's okay. Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> it's time to hump the news with Rob Humphrey. 
He's not a genius. Cat, you ready? I'm ready. Got the card out? Uh, yes. Okay. This might be up your alley. This might be the one to get you to buy something. I have looked at this many times. Okay. Well, I don't like that Rob knows what's coming. I can see you, it. You're sharing, sharing your, your screen. screen. It's right here. I'm looking at it. I know. I don't like it. Oh, <laughs> well, I, yeah. I have looked at this many times. I have not bought it yet, but I have come very close. All right. Well, there is a slasher board game coming out, and it's called Mixtape Massacre, the director's cut. Uh, I, be- I I think this is a second generation game. Uh, you know, it could be yeah. fair. It's... Uh, on a Kickstarter campaign, and that thing apparently they went above and beyond for it, and it's fully funded, and you can pre-order it. I don't think they're being distributed yet, but uh, guys, what do you what do you think about horror board games? I really, really wanted um, this when it like the the first generation when they were talking about it, and it just like you couldn't get it anywhere. Now my biggest issue would be I I don't have enough people in my life that like I have people that will play board games with me and I have people that will watch horror movies with me. I don't have very many like in the middle of that Venn diagram. <laughs> I don't know when I could ever play this. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. I love uh the horror board games. I have um I have a Thing board game, I have a Jaws board game. I have one called Horrified, which is all the universal monsters. Um, but I haven't picked up Mixtape Massacre yet, and like I said, I've been uh, I've been close on a number of occasions to to ordering it, but I haven't. This is my first hearing about Mixtape Massacre. I do. I don't know how much this counts, but I have a Walking Dead Monopoly. Well, that's something. That's, yeah. yeah, better than nothing. But I do run into that same problem, Cat, in that they're like requires four players, and I'm like, Shit, I don't know three people. <laughs> <laughs> the the closest like I. I can sometimes trick people into playing, like, um... Oh, now I've completely forgotten. The, um, Betrayal on Hill House, I think, is, like, the closest to a horror board game that I've ever gotten any of my friends to play with me. Yeah. <laughs> is that the one where you build the haunted house as you go, or...? Yeah. You have, like, yeah. the tile cards and... Yeah. That looks like a cool game. I've never played it. It's a ton of fun. It's one of my favorite board games. That's so fun. Well, um, I mean, this is two to six players, so, you know, for what it's worth, but... So I only need to find one person. <laughs> yeah, I can make my kid play. <laughs> make him like, sit down, you're playing it! Put the switch down! He's gonna run away from home. <laughs> he might do that anyway, let's be honest. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, he's like, he won't stop watching rubber! <laughs> <laughs> and he's always messing up my spreadsheets. <laughs> <laughs> oh, poor kid. Um, all right, so yeah, that's pretty cool. You keep an eye out for that. <gasps> Next up, <laughs> oh, yeah, Paramount. They got Are Real Monsters and Are You Afraid of the Dark added to their library. Cack ahead. I am wearing Are Real Monsters pants right now, <gasps> oh. so I'm very excited. <laughs> Look at you. Okay, Are Real Monsters was like, I mean, that was the shit back in the day. Yeah. Robert, you don't see, you don't give a fuck about either one of these, do you? Nope. Wow. I'm, I'm an old man. I don't know what the hell Ah Real Monsters is. Wow. Um, I've heard of Are You Afraid of the Dark, but I don't think I ever watched it. Ah Real Monsters was great because they used to run it in between like very normal kids' TV shows. 
Yeah. It came in between like a bunch of it came in between like Looney Tunes and then Kablam. And it was like, it was very weird. Uh weird timing, but I man, I loved that show as a kid. I haven't seen it for such a long time. Kablam was fucking awesome too. I love Kablam. But um yeah, I mean I I don't think I'm going to get Paramount plus I, I just highly doubt it. I don't see a scenario of why I would spend money every month on Paramount Plus. But you know what, man? They—I'll give it to them. They're—they're they're making me think a little bit, a little bit. And I mean, it's cool. See, shit like this. I remember Nickelodeon brought back like Keenan and Kel and all that, and a couple of the other stuff from when I was growing up. And I was like, man, this is awesome. I've always been saying they should bring these back. And I watched it for like one night and never watched it again. So a, a situation where you can put it on whenever you want, that might be a little better for stuff like that. Yeah. I just noticed. Hold on. Let me zoom in. Does this thing have a hairy ass? Yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Rob, you see that? Mm-hmm. Needs a manscape. Yeah. God. <laughs> hmm I mean, that one just looks like a hairy ball. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. They, you could use a shave down there. Yeah. A once over with the lawnmower 3.0. Yeah, I never noticed that. Th- this one's got a hairy ass. Uh-huh. My God. Not good for her imaging. <laughs> no, right? I mean, she's got the same hair on her head as her ass. <laughs> uh-huh. Like my friend Dylan. Yeah! <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so good for Paramount Plus. Uh, yeah, I-, I don't think I'll be getting Paramount Plus either. Uh, it has made me more interested, and in, uh, here's the thing: is as much as I love, as as much nostalgia as Avril Monsters brings me, I can't imagine myself getting a streaming service just to watch it regularly. Right. I can see myself like signing up for a month to have you know like a marathon of both of those. I liked Are You Afraid of the Dark too. Like too. I-, I could see myself on a weekend that I have off, picking it up for a little bit, marathoning them, and then letting the streaming service go of course i say that about stuff and then i just forget to cancel it so (laughs) maybe that's how they get you they do i've had hbo for like three years (laughs) right (laughs) for game of thrones like (laughs) i like hbo um all right so good for paramount plus yeah um staying on the paramount train real quick there was some scuttlebutt going on about the Paranormal Activity film that's supposed to be coming out. Apparently, Paramount moved it off of their release list or the calendar, and now it's back on there. Like I, I don't know, but uh, th- there is working being work being done on it. It seems more like they were just unclear about the actual release date. The release date was March fourth of twenty twenty two which sucks that we have to wait that long, but uh, it, it seems I don't, there's still not a release date on it yet, but it, it looks like it's filming and they're underway. Hmm. That, that's a weird, uh, a, a weird, I mean, normally I would say that that's a bad sign. Right. But with release dates being what they've been this past year, I, I'm not too concerned about it. Right somewhat normal yeah yeah i mean uh, they also released some cast for it too i've never heard of any of these guys emily bader uh ronald buck dan lippert and henry ariz brown i can't see above my microphone uh, i've never heard of any of these guys 
So. You never heard of Dan Lippert? No. <laughs> Roland Buck the third. I've never heard of any of these people. Oh. <laughs> Roland Buck the third is my favorite of the Roland Bucks. <laughs> <laughs> it's sad that there's three Roland Bucks. Yeah. Anyway, I, I, you guys know how much I love Paranormal Activity. Yeah, it, it's discouraging, but at the same time, it's not. And it's so fucked up that that's the world we live in. But yeah, I'm just glad they're working on it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I wouldn't. Um, I mean, you're talking about a release date in 2022. I mean, I, you know, I'm too too worried about it at this point. It's a year out. I'll tell you what, it better be good. Hmm. I'm sure it'll be just as good as the others. Oh, stop it. <laughs> if they can get back to the roots, roots with a little bit and um, maybe because they see that's the thing with paranormal activities. They've always and you guys got to give them credit for it. They've always tried their best to update the the way it's found footage, you know, with the cameras and everything and the way it's being uh, filmed. I, I like that. And I'm interested to see how they're going to do it now. Maybe ring doorbells. Ooh. That would be kind of cool, a ring doorbell movie. <laughs> can can the doorbell see the pool cleaner? Uh, <laughs> pool cleaner again. You had to know that was coming. Yeah, of course it was coming. Hold on. Ah, shit. It didn't work. Ha ha. <laughs> anyway. Yeah, so. Womp, womp, womp. Paranormal activity. Uh, this is just something I wanted to mention real quick. Sci-Fi is airing a Child's Play Marathon on April 1st. And they're showing every Child's Play movie from the original to Cult of Chucky. And if this is an April Fool's thing, I will. <laughs> Ooh. Um, that's fun. That was my first thought, was that it was just an April Fool's joke. Yeah. I don't know. I, um, I like marathon and franchises. So that's, that's fun. I have a set of all the Child's Play movies and the Chucky movies. And I haven't watched them yet um, in that in that uh, capacity but yeah it could be fun although i think i'd rather watch them on my blu-rays than sci-fi if they're gonna be you know hacked up and edited and everything commercials and uh, yeah that's true or it could be like you said an april fool's joke we'll see oh and it starts at 7 a.m 7 a.m but it's going till three in the morning yeah so finishing off with bride of chucky <laughs> it should be uh, yeah, I, I love Child's Play. You know, Child's Play is probably the franchise that has had the least amount of downside from beginning to end. That's just not true. Um, what had better cuts? Saw. That was my whole oh, thing about no, Saw. No, was that no. Saw was consistent? Saw. There was no Saw movie that was as bad as Seed of Chucky. Well, hey, no. Hey, <laughs> Seed of Chucky was the only bad one though bad one you know like like actually bad that's the only one i i that i'll concede to that right yeah so you know but but it's one bad one was really fucking bad i'll admit it was like (laughs) terrible that deals a lot of damage to it there was probably not a saw movie that bad you're right and I, I would also say that Jigsaw, I, I know it's a little bit different. I would say that Jigsaw was also better than the Child's Play remake. I haven't seen Jigsaw yet. Like, ah, those, those latest Saw movies, man. Ugh. I'm not going to say they were all great, but I do think it's I the most consistent in terms of quality 
in a good way. I, th- there are franchises that are like very consistent in quality, but they just start bad and end bad, and you know. I can feel Rob rolling his eyes. I yeah, me too. I'm trying. I'm trying to be quiet <laughs> over here. I'm trying to trying to not not say anything. You're in the corner of my nuts out on this one. Yep. Yep. <laughs> not, not trying to bash Saw again. Then just pick on Seed of Chucky a little bit. <laughs> well, Seed of Chucky sucks. That's a terrible movie. It was awful. And none of the Saw movies, none of the Saw movies are that bad. But none of the Saw movies are nearly as good as the best movies in the Child's Play franchise, like Bride of Chucky. See, we'll we'll just have to cycle back around. <laughs> I'm looking forward to our Slasher Radio episode. That's just Child's Play versus Saw, and people will be like, "What? <laughs> Why?" <laughs> But it looks like when scroll back down, Mikey, so we can see that schedule again. Because why are they showing them out of order? Yeah, that's the thing. Because it says in the headline from Child's Play to Cult of Chucky, and then oh, I there's they start over. Yeah. Okay. Because I couldn't figure out why they were ending with Bride of Chucky, but they're they started over. Oh. So they go through Cult, and then the original two, three, and then Bride. Okay. Okay, that's I, I didn't that get a chance sense. to look that closely at it before, and I was like, why the hell are they ending with Bride of Chucky? Yeah. Um, looking forward to this. I'm definitely going to... Uh, when is April 1st? Oh, that's a Thursday. Bro, really? Thursday? No. Yeah. No, I know. It's a Thursday. That uh, means I'm not, I'm not going to be able to watch that. No, I'm going to be able to watch fucking Cult of Chucky through, like, Child's Play 3. Yeah. I don't even get to see Bride of Chucky. What the fuck? <laughs> oh, come on, man. Sci-fi, what the hell, dude? Really? Wow, what an asshole. Really? <laughs> April Fool's is not that big of a day we need to air a fucking marathon, okay? It's a Thursday. I'm pissed at sci-fi. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, uh, moving on to the last thing I want to mention. Mountain Dew. I did not see this commercial, by the way. Apparently, they have a commercial out. And it was somewhere before the Super Bowl it, it premiered, and it's been throughout, you know, I guess until now. They have a commercial with uh, Gizmo in it from Gremlin. And they are selling, or going to be selling, uh, a little Gizmo stuffed animal with the Mountain Dew logo on the back of the ear. And he comes in this cool little neon box. And guess how much they're selling this for, guys? Oh. Who guessed? I would pay $25 for that. But that's not the question. Uh, well, not what you would pay. What, what do you think <laughs> they're selling it for? Is this going to be another one of those like $90 commemorative things? Is $90 your guess? Yeah, I'll guess 90 Okay, Rob, give me a guess on how much you think they got the balls to sell this for. 50 300 fucking dollars. <laughs> what? Wait, what? $300. Someone at Mountain Dew is smoking all the crap. $300? (laughs) $300. I thought $90 was going to be overshooting. Yeah, when you guessed $90, I thought, cat's out of her mind. They're not charging $90 for a stuffed (laughs) animal. $300. That's what this fucking thing for. No, like, is how big is it? Is it like one of those giant teddy bear situations where... I don't think so. It doesn't look like it. It looks tiny. Yeah, it doesn't give any measurements or anything, which you would... I mean, that's probably why they don't, because it's a small-ass fucking gizmo. 
and they don't want to deter. Maybe they'll think someone will think it's a good size and buy it. It comes with uh, it comes in a vacuum sealed bag and do display case, making it easy for fans to follow the three rules. Do not expose Gizmo to light. Do not let Gizmo come to contact with water. Never feed him after midnight. Blah, 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 blah. $300 is bullshit. Uh-uh. For $300, uh-uh. I could get a Gizmo doll that doesn't have a Mountain Dew tattoo. Yeah, I was thinking the same <laughs> thing. I First of all, it's got that Mountain Dew logo on it, which I don't really want, but... Ooh, I guess I'm not getting a gizmo doll. For $300, you could probably go get a real fucking Mogwai. <laughs> Crying out loud. Three, I was scared. I was so pissed. Because everybody knows I love gizmo. I have a gizmo. My ringtone was gizmo singing for the longest fucking time. I wanted this. I uh, see $300. Yeah. God, man. Are you getting your wallet, cat? No. <laughs> Come on, cat. Buy me one. <laughs> <laughs> fucking $300. Three hundred dollars that. cool, that's, that's crazy. I mean, it looks cool, but it ain't it three hundred dollars cool. No, 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 no. He's even got like a, his eyes are like a little, you know. He's saying, "Hey, how you doing?" or something like. It looks fucking awesome. That three hundred dollars though. No. Mountain Dew really thinks who the fuck they are. Like <laughs> the only difference of this and one at fucking like Target is that Mountain Dew logo and the stupid little green box that comes in. Like, it's not like it has a Fangoria logo or, like, anything to do with anything. <laughs> Fucking Mountain Dew. They should have made it a contest. Like, whoever can send us the most Mountain Dew cans wins one for free. Because they would have made tons more money if they had just convinced people that they wanted to drink more Mountain Dew. Instead oh, yeah. of charging $300 to get their logo on a gizmo. Like... <laughs> I don't even drink Mountain Dew. I'd go. I'd go through some Mountain Dew to try and get this thing. That's what I thought it was going to be when I saw the headline. And we were like, even just before recording, I was complaining about Mountain Dew. Like I would have considered switching over if it had been like a giveaway type thing. But yeah, yeah, I tough through it for a fucking Mogwai. I like Mountain Dew, but I ain't paying three hundred dollars <laughs> for a gizmo with a Mountain Dew on his ear. <laughs> That Mountain Dew logo makes it worth less, in my opinion. Well, yeah. Mountain Dew is not good for men, Rob. Apparently, it's something like with your sperm or your nuts or something like that. You hear about that? No, my nuts are aerodynamic and smooth. Oh. <laughs> I guess Manscaped is like the, the balance of drinking yeah. a lot of Mountain yeah. Dew. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, Mountain Dew, whatever. I just drink it uh, every once in a while. Not all the time. Too much sugar. Stevie Juice will go through some Mountain Dew now. Oh, yeah? Yeah. Anyway. Um, yeah, I'm so fucking... I will never drink Mountain Dew again. Because of this alone. I'm so fucking mad at them. They fucked me out of a gizmo. <sighs> Alright, guys. Anyway, so that's the end of that. Now! Oh, update real quick, everybody. Um, oh. I got my... The Thing sock showed up, and They Live sock showed up. Oh. So look for that article on slasherradio.com. <laughs> Tonight I am I'm wearing um my big trouble in little china socks. So that's the update. Wow. That, that was riveting. It, dude, if you start <laughs> blogging about your socks, I'm just not gonna know what to do. <laughs> I think you should is the thing. Yeah. Cat, what are you doing? I'm what sorry, I think it would be really funny if <laughs> if you just signed into Slasher Radio one day and there's just 
Rob's sock blog. <laughs> Picture <laughs> of Rob's feet? No. <laughs> we'll get shut down. That'll get us a call from fan sided, maybe. Ain't nothing wrong with my feet. What the hell are you guys doing over there? Anyway, so, guys, I, I'm, I'm really excited about this, like I said earlier. This is the debut of the Murder Madness. Obviously, a play on the March Madness. We're going to um, kind of have some fun with that because March Madness just came back. I'm not into college basketball, but, you know, the brackets are a big fucking deal. And why is there not a horror bracket? I've never seen it before. And shit, we're going to bring it to, from what I, of my knowledge, the first damn one. And what we're going to do is we've made a list of 64 characters from horror movies, villains. There's some heroes in there and pretty much just bracket style. We're going to break them down wherever they we're going to randomly match them up. We divide them up into humans, groups and non-human. So obviously the groups are going to go at it first round. They're going to go at it with just groups. There's one that I think is going to get stuck on the side, but, uh, so humans are going to go against humans for the first round, give them a fair fight to get out of the first bracket. And yeah, man, that's what we're going to do. So this week's episode, we're going to handle just the left side of the bracket. So next week we'll handle the right. The week after that will be round two. And then we start getting into semifinals and whatnot. And <laughs> this might all fall apart before then. I don't know. So No, I fully, I fully expect uh, this show to come to an end before we hit crown a winner. <laughs> <laughs> I do want to. I want to go on the record uh, as as saying when we started when we were doing the brainstorming, there were only like three people on here who were not killers. A lot of my complaints have to do with the fact that this was pitched as a killer bracket. I only I recommended killers. Like it, when when you were announcing it just there to our listeners, you made it sound like it was just like any movie character. And this is the first time I'm hearing this. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm saying because, you know, like Ash is in there, you know. Well, that's why I was complaining in the spreadsheet about Ash being on there. <laughs> I know, but he's Ash. How do you know? How dare right. you complain about Ash? Because see, he's not a killer. See. It was pitched as a slasher bracket. Are you telling me sl- Ash? Oh, he's a killer. Well, uh, he's oh. got murder in his heart and his eyes. <laughs> so I... All I'm trying to say is that I will all retract some of my complaints, but I want I want the listeners to know that I only pitched antagonists. I mean, it's fair. Duly noted. Okay, thank you. It's fair. But, you know, like, it, it's hard to really have a list and not have, you know what I mean? It's like, it's hard. How do you not put Ash in there? Well, because the know, next like year we could have done protagonists, and oh, Ash could have been, you know, against, like, Sean. He would have yeah. won, but... Yeah, I mean, Ash is going to win that, right? <laughs> Ash would have been, I think, OP. For, I think Ash yeah. would have won the whole thing, like, Probably, regardless yeah. of <laughs> the protagonist bracket, but... And if he didn't, we'd probably plummet in listeners if he didn't, so... <laughs> <laughs> uh, but yeah, these guys are going to be picked at random, and, you know, that's kind of the fun of it, too, because, you know, like, there, there are certain guys, I mean... There's some big names in horror. There's some heavy hitters in here. And it's so hard to, like, you could really, if you want to nitpick every single one of them, you know, you could do that. But hey, man, if you get a bad matchup, you get a bad matchup, which yeah. I think is kind of cool with this. Yeah. So it's not really, we're, we're not really crowning the ultimate slasher per se, although 
you would kind of assume it, but but you know it, it's just more so like if, if say you know Michael Myers gets put up in a in a bad situation, like he could lose, even though it's Michael Myers. We will we will see, and of course the winner will be presented with the Lord Humphrey Cup. <laughs> it's not the Lord Humphrey Cup. I refuse. No murder madness. One of the most coveted awards in all of the world. And for $300, I'll let Mountain Dew put their logo on it. <laughs> anyway, Mountain Dew. I'm so mad at them. Um, guys, do you think it's fair? I want to just throw an exception in here real quick before we get really going. Okay. Should Jaws just go up against Santa Jaws? No, we got to do it randomly. All right. I, I agree. I think it should be all random. Okay. Yeah, okay. I think it's got to be all random. That's fair. You guys just don't want to see Santa Jaws get knocked out first round, but it's okay. It's okay. Yeah, no, it's gotta. We gotta. We gotta go random with it. Yeah, we're not giving Cabin in the Woods any damn unfair advantages, Cat. Nice try. Yeah, Cat. Cat. <laughs> always got to keep our eye on you. <laughs> that would be crushing, though. The director versus Santa Jaws. <laughs> oh my god. You know what? Yeah, Santa Jaws should be random. You're right. We weren't joking about uh Robert versus Jason, but <laughs> oh, I would be, be crushed. Cool. Alright, guys. Here we go. The first matchup is going to be I feel like the fucking thing bounces around. I love this thing. Oh yeah, I'm glad that we're doing chair. Right? See, this is fun. Here we go. Okay. Oh. Oh. Rally. This is going to be... Oh, whoa, whoa, wow, it went up there already. Holy shit. All right, so Victor Crowley is going to go up against... Let's see. Oh! No. Oh, Cabin in the Woods director. <laughs> My case is going to be the same. I, Because I pitched, uh, when we were talking about the bracket, I, I pitched doing it as like... Uh, who was more memorable, in which case I think Victor Crowley would have won. But if it's a fight, the director, again, has every kind of monster to just, like, throw at him. Which is fair. She should be able to use those. She's got an angry, molesting tree. We know that Victor Crowley can't climb a tree. <laughs> he can't climb a tree, but he can cut one down. But that tree could also cut him down. He's got that <laughs> giant chainsaw, too, that one that's really long, so he doesn't even have to get that close to the tree to cut it. Plus, I'm pretty sure Victor Crowley looks like the kind of guy that could protect his booty hole pretty well. So I don't think that molesting tree is going to get very far with him. Yeah. And even if it does, that poor tree. <laughs> right. See, now. Kat, how fair are we going to be with this? Because if this director decides, yeah. we can look at this one of two ways. Okay. It's an all-out brawl, and she sends everything at him at once. In yeah. which case, that bitch is going to win. And it's not fair. It's going to piss me off. But we could also look at it as Victor Crowley will be placed in the cabin and have to go through the whole shebang. Okay, but in that that's an interesting way to look at it as being placed right. in the cabin. I I like that. But so here's the thing is that the only reason why they figure it out is because they have like a smart conspiracy guy on weed. Like Victor Crowley would just be Victor Crowley. Right. He he might end up having to face everything anyway, because eventually he's going to be just like ruining stuff in the basement. He's going to touch all the artifacts. Everything's going to come at him. <laughs> yeah. And I'll get to the cabin at the same time. 
Like, I don't think he has, I, I think the cabin is like an interesting thing. Um, I, I, and I can see in premise how it makes it more fair, but I don't think Victor Crowley has like the wits to outsmart the director and her team. No, but I, I think it's a fair argument to say Victor Crowley will plow his way through what they send him. He's going to take a lot of those monsters out. He would take a lot of the mar- monsters out. There's no doubt. Victor Crowley's a, a serious killer. And also, think about the actors that play him. Sigourney <laughs> Weaver versus Kane Hodder. See, I would bet on her if it was just the actors. I, would bet on <laughs> I probably would, too. <laughs> yeah. I will say, though, tough. if... I, I, So, my vote will be for the director, but for as much as I love Cabin in the Woods, I'm not going to be crushed if Victor Crowley moves on. The reason being that if for some reason victor crowley were in the cabin i i think he would take out a bunch of the monsters and i think like unless he literally touched everything which in my in my victor crowley cabin in the woods fan fiction crossover soon available on slasher radio uh he will but i i think he could take out like the buckners well easily like that's just not a contest i don't know if there's anything that you could throw at him if they came at him one at a time that he couldn't take out. Except for maybe the Cenobite guy. Yeah. I think that's could possible. maybe if he touched the puzzle box, I think he'd be a goner. But if they're all coming at him at once, it's just too much. Yeah. No one could win at that point. Yeah. You know. I don't know. It's it's a weird damn you why'd you have to put see I'm in a in a tough spot here. Because I'm going against Cabin in the Woods. I have to pick between that and Kane Hodder. So I'm not happy either way. <laughs> but I, I don't know. Personally, I would think like I, I was going to ask the question, which one could take him out? It definitely wouldn't be the damn unicorn. But I think the unicorn could take him out. <laughs> no, uh, I do think the Cenobite could take him out. <sighs> like, I don't think that one would be a contest. You know what? I'm going to put Rob in an awkward position here because my votes for Hatchet. And that's not even being petty because I'm not happy about Hatchet uh, Kane Hodder thing either. So, Rob, you're going to have to be a tiebreaker on this one, man. I was leaning Victor Crowley until she said the Cenobite. And she's got a good point. I don't know how he beats a Cenobite. Damn it. See, this is what I mean. Victor Crowley should not be a first-round knockout, but it might no. happen right now. No, but, no, he shouldn't be, but he's going to be. I, I'm going with the director. I, yeah, I just don't see how he beats a Cenobite. I hate Cabin in the Woods so fucking much. <laughs> I hate it. 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 All right. Well, Victor Crowley, a fir- see, an upset. First fucking one. <laughs> That's crazy. Yeah. Okay. That's the way the cookie crumbles on that one. All right. So let's move over to the human side of things and uh, see what's going on here. So first up for this will be... I like to let it go for a minute. Shabam. Patrick Bateman from Ooh. American Psycho. Okay, so we got Patrick Bateman going up against. Uh, Jeremy Melton from Valentine. <laughs> this is the fucking most boring matchup I've ever heard of in my life. All right, um, I I don't like the Valentine movie. I'm gonna just start. I'm just throw that out there for now. Yeah, I've seen Valentine once, and I don't remember it all that well. I really liked Valentine when I was like a kid because it had the rhymes in it. 
it had like the creepy Valentine rhymes, and I still remember some of them. Like it, it had some staying power, but almost all for the cards and less for the Jeremy Melton was like a scrawny little dweeb who got a nosebleed all the time. I he he's, he loses right. Yeah, like I, just I, hands down. I I don't <sighs> remember him well enough. Uh, what? But I Patrick Bateman was just crazy. Yeah, and I don't I don't think that. Uh, Johnny, whatever, what's his name? Johnny. (laughs) (laughs) I don't think he could take out crazy. No. No. My vote would definitely be for Patrick Bateman because, yeah, he was just crazy, but he had his moments of aggression. And I don't think uh, Melton's going to be able to match up to that, especially that stupid mask. Yeah, that mask was pretty bad, wasn't it? Yeah, it was. So is that a a clean sweep for Bateman? Yeah, I I think so. Yeah. (laughs) Okay, well, American Psycho moves on. I I will I will say I feel really bad because my my intention was to go down swinging for Jeremy Melton, but he's just so bad at stuff. Like that was a pretty shitty round. <laughs> yeah, I don't I don't I just don't remember the character enough to make any sort of defense for him. He was I I think he was really creepy, like as a killer. Um. But it's only because he he spent so much time just like terrorizing victims. But I I don't think he was like he was not very good at killing them. Was the downside, which it, in a bracket situation is the only thing that you need to be good at. So right. yeah, I should uh, maybe I should rewatch that movie because I seriously haven't seen it since it was like new. So let's switch back over to the unhuman side. Can we get a better name than unhuman, not human, or? What's a better name, Cat? Why me? Because you <laughs> you have good vocabulary. Oh no, <laughs> miscellaneous. <laughs> yeah. Oh wow. Okay. Let's I don't stick know. Non-human. <laughs> I, I was gonna say entities, but we have Ooh. one on there that's literally just called the entity. That one better be a first round knockout. I'm just. Saying. I don't know yeah. about that. Maybe. Well. Depends on who it's up against. Yeah. That's oh, a good movie if it's too. Up against Robert the Tire, we're gonna. <laughs> Dude, I, that would be amazing. I don't even care if Robert wins. I just want him to get fucked. I don't care. That's uh, a really good movie. <laughs> God, you're ridiculous. Let's see what this next matchup is. Oh, the leprechaun! Yes. Okay. Oh God! Please don't be anything bad. Please don't be anything bad. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. No whammies. Oh come on! No, 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 Guys, look. Let's be. We have to be realistic here. Don't you dare! It's Santa Jaws, everybody. It's fucking. It would be the goddamn leprechaun versus Santa. It would be. It would, I do why like that it we be? have our holiday horrors up against one yeah. another. <sighs> I don't like this because you guys are gonna fucking ramrod me right now, and I'm really pissed off. Okay, so let's let's, let's see. Um, giant shark or little man? Who wins? <laughs> Magical. I man. like that description of it. No, no, that that description is misleading. Who has more uh <laughs> giant shark or little shark food sized man? <laughs> <laughs> okay. Let's simplify this as best as we can. Okay. The leprechaun could pick up Santa Jaws and put him outside the water. And the fight's pretty much he's just gotta stand there and watch him die. 
put her outside the water. But her, but sorry, her. Uh, Santa Jaws. Here's the thing, though, is that Santa Jaws is only attracted to <laughs> Christmas paraphernalia. Like, what's Leprechaun gonna do? Le- Leprechaun is like self camouflaging. Sa- I I can see a movie where Santa Jaws just ignores Leprechaun for like an hour and a half. <laughs> I-, I think this fight. He's not even a threat to her. <laughs> yes, he is. Like I said, we, we gotta assume, regardless of the Christmas attraction or whatever the hell she's got going on, the magnet up her butt that she has for Christmas stuff, it, it, she's still a shark. He could just put her on a fucking, like, uh, right next to water or a good distance from water, and she will die. I don't think that's true. I don't know about that. I don't know about that, because remember, they took her teeth out, and she was smart enough to get new teeth. Yeah, she's really smart. Was she smart enough, or did it just happen? She can't... She, I, don't, I don't think that she could die. I think he could take her out of water and leave her there, but I think that she could eat him, first and foremost. Also, he couldn't injure her, because she can only be killed with Christmas things. Well, see, that's, that's where he has the leprechaun smart, and he knows that game. Because he can only be killed with a four-leaf clover. That is true. This is right up his alley right here. Okay, so here's what we learned from the movie Santa Jaws is uh, the best way to defeat her is to be able to draw. Do we have any evidence Leprechaun can draw? I'd imagine he could. I mean, he might not be able to do it well. I'm sure he could. Can he draw well enough to defeat a shark? See, but if you don't draw really, really well, because even even the kid could draw pretty well, and he accidentally gave her a horn. So, like, if Leprechaun tries to draw something, like, if he tries to draw draw Santa Jaws uh, in the water, like, just outside of a body of water, right, it, she might just turn it around on him. She might make the whole world water, and then he can't escape her. Like, it's... <laughs> Wait a minute, hold up. Let's not act like Santa Jaws is doing any of this. Santa Jaws fell ass backwards and do a lot of that stuff. <laughs> but he doesn't need to draw. He's a leprechaun. He's got magical powers. I don't know. <laughs> Come on, guys. This, this, it's not gonna. Be... My vote's for damn leprechaun. Everybody uh, you know knows that. So I'm gonna put this on Rob again. I'm gonna vote Santa Jaws. <laughs> I'll let Rob be a tiebreaker. I'm gonna let my final argument be. As unfair as it is, because I've always brought this up with the Leatherface thing versus Leprechaun. As unfair of an argument as it is, he's got magical powers. There's really nothing that she can do about that. So does she, though. Eh, she's got a <laughs> magnet in her butt for Christmas stuff. She's got immunity to everything but Christmas stuff, and she's smart. He could gouge her on land. <laughs> if he gets on the backside of her, and just starts carving. There's really not all too much she can do. She's going to be flopping. All right. So here's the thing. Santa Jaws is attracted to Christmas stuff. Right. Right? We know that. The Leprechaun is not Christmas. Mm-mm. So she's going to mostly ignore the Leprechaun, and he's going to get the jump on her. The Leprechaun wins. Yeah. <laughs> That's fair. I'll I'll take that. Because again, I I don't think that she would have the interest in him. I hate to do it, but uh, it's I, fair. I, I do I do love Santa Jaws, but 
I think realistically speaking, realistically speaking, <laughs> the leprechaun is going to get the jump on the Christmas shark. <laughs> okay, we have to quit. That's going to be the best line of the podcast. <laughs> it is. That, that could be a shirt, realistically speaking. <sighs> okay, I'm not going to lie. I was nervous. But I want to commend you guys on being unbiased. That was the probably the ultimate display of being unbiased i've ever seen i wasn't really being unbiased i was being really quiet because i was trying to think of a way that santa jaws could defeat the leprechaun <laughs> and i just couldn't come up with one i just kept thinking that she's not going to be attracted to him because he's not christmas and, and that's going to give him that edge see yeah what i was thinking was that they would just avoid each other but leprechaun has more rage like leprechaun i think would straight up murder santa jaws like he 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 could target her i genuinely think she might just ignore him yeah yeah the intelligence factor is is big on that one he's a smart little fucker oh thank god lord jesus if the (laughs) leprechaun would have been a first round i was really thinking he would get like freddy i'd be like All right, so Leprechaun lives to fight another day. Thank God. All right, let's move back over to the humans before I shit my pants. <laughs> I feel like this is going to be the bigger arguments on the human side, I think. Oh, I think so. Yeah. Now, last one wasn't. Except for maybe whoever goes up against Ash is just going to get fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> let's see what we got going on over here. Mary Mason from oh. American Mary. Let's see who she's going up again. Watch it be at. Son of a bitch. I swear to God, guys, this is completely okay. fucking random. It's but, Ash from Evil Dead. But, 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 I, I know what I just said. <laughs> I feel like I have to defend Mary Mason because she was my pick. Uh, and I did not think she was going to get eliminated in the first round. And I will say. She's a pretty lady. Okay. <laughs> She's a very beautiful woman with a very surprising streak. I think if she really had the mind to, she could seduce Ash and then, like, I, she could sw- swindle him. Uh, he's also, with chainsaw arm, he's also very into the body mod community. I, she's got a fighting chance, I think, more than some of the other humans from the list. It's a valid point. She does have a fighting chance in that she could seduce him, and Ash is kind of dense. Yeah. She's a doctor. Like, she's smart. But Ash always figures it out. Even if he, as Mike said, just sort of bumblefucks his way into a solution, he always has a a way out. Yeah. It's very hard. Okay, can we agree that Ash would win, but... Mary would get another one of his limbs before she went down. Oh, probably. Can, can well, we yeah, more than likely. that compromise? Yeah, yeah, probably. Yeah, okay. yeah. More than likely. But then okay. he'd probably like, lose a leg and like fall onto a jackhammer and fucking... Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, that's an Ash victory. Yeah. See, these matchups, man, I'm telling you. Yeah. Alright, so we're giving this one to Ash. Yeah, I, I yeah. have to. I Because yeah. he would pull through last minute. She, she didn't even... Yeah. That's fucked up. That's fucked up. Just like that, it's over for for, uh, Mary Mason. Damn. Yeah. Okay. Okay. (sighs) Them's the fucking ropes, man. Them's the ropes. Let's get a group one in here real quick. Yeah. I mean, we've already lost the monumental Santa Jaws. (laughs) I know. know. 
And Victor Crowley's gone. I mean, whew. there's upsets left and right. But I just want the record to show that Leprechaun took out fucking Sam. How poetic <laughs> is this? How poetic? <laughs> it's like this thing that was made for us. I love it. <laughs> All right. Uh, we're going to get one. We only have five of the, the group entries into the murder madness bracket. So one of them are going to go up against the non-humans to make it fair because they're a group. You know, so. Let's see who's going up first. I really like letting it do his thing for a second. Ooh, the oh. three. Three from hell. House of a Thousand Corpses. Devil's Rejects. No more explanation needed. The three is going up against... The Animals from your next... So, I I know this isn't how the bracket works. I know I'm going to have to vote. I I think realistically, the three would win. I think there would be a casualty. I think they they could be down to the two because the animals from your next sure. kill from a distance. Yeah, <laughs> like I think they could definitely get the jump on them, but then at that point, <laughs> yeah, if they could stay a distance, they they could have a fighting chance in this one. But it it's like they just the three they just go in so guns blazing and balls out. If they oh, hold on, if they could sneak attack Otis though, ooh, because he's the strongest one. If they shoot him before, like the other two know what's happening. Yeah, yeah. But as we've seen in Three from Hell, baby though, oh, she'll fuck some shit up too. I think. That the animals, because they can attack from a distance and they're smarter True. than the three, have uh, the advantage. I don't think it's a huge advantage, though. Okay. All right, so cats on the, on the animals. I'm going to have to go with the three, on, and it's a slim margin. So, cat, you're going to have to be a tiebreaker on this one. Uh, see, I can see it going either way. I, I can tell you straight up that if I had to face against one of them, I'd rather face the animals, because that's going to be a quick death for me. <laughs> like, the three are terrifying, but I think maybe the, I think the animals could take them. Oh my god, did the three just get knocked out? I think if you target Otis first, I think yeah. that's the trick. Because Baby's, she's terrifying, but she doesn't have direction without him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She's just backed into a corner. She'll probably take one of them down, but you know, at that point, what are you really going to do? Yeah. Plus, they outnumber her. Oh, I, yeah. I think How many they get are the there? first kill, and there are like they're working as a team. I think there are like four of them, right? Uh, yeah, I don't remember how many there were. I can only damn. think of three. Maybe not. Anyway, I think they win. The, damn man, the three just got knocked out. I feel bad doing this. I, I feel a little bad, too, because I... Yeah, it breaks my heart. Damn, shut up, right? I mean, we Man, talked Brian. about, like, if we were just going by how iconic they were, the three hands down would win, but in a death match... Yeah. Because you know, e either way, even if just say the animals didn't go and get to jump on them, sneak attack, just say, you know, they were both notified, both groups were notified that they had to go kill the other group. You know the three... Are just gonna say, all right, let's go over there and balls out it. The other one, like the animals will be waiting for it. Like either way, I think, you know, that 
that intelligence and element of surprise might fuck the three. Yeah, because like the animals could set traps. Right. Like right. and the ranged weapons thing, like yeah. really, really helps. Yeah. Damn. Rob Hey. Blame Rob. Thanks. Thanks. <laughs> this was all because of Rob Zombie that he did that. <laughs> that's a, that that's an that's an upset. That's a hell of an upset. Damn, man. This is how I felt about Santa Jaws. <laughs> oh, fuck Santa Jaws. I'm glad a leprechaun took her, took her out. <laughs> Santa Jaws went down. <laughs> All right. Uh, let's head back to the non-humans and see what we got going on over here. Spinny, 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 spinny. Ooh, Samara from the ring. Let's see who she's going up against. I really thought it was going to be Jason for a second. I was like, I hate this. I hate this whole thing. (laughs) All right. (sighs) Go ahead, Rob. (sighs) Um, This is actually kind of tough because they're so different. They are really, really different. Um, Can the thing use the phone or a VHS player? Well, I mean, I guess it would have to inhabit a person first, right? Sure. And then it could. And then all of its powers are null. Because, like, it can shapeshift into whatever it wants. It's seen the tape. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Huh. Damn, this one's different. The thing versus the ring. That's kind of fun. This thing is way <laughs> too ironic. Wow. <laughs> yeah, this one, I, this is a really tough one, to because it's it's difficult to quantify the thing's powers. Yeah. Other than it, it's a shapeshifter. And honestly, Samara, it's kind of tough to quantify what she does, too. She's more like a spirit. Yeah. I so all right, all right. I, I here I think I think Samara wins. I think so. I I think the thing shapeshifts into a person and then and then that's it. She's gonna just kill him like uh, a regular like she would anybody else. Yeah. He's gonna have that stupid looking face. And I think <laughs> like it, she will get a start, like she'll get shocked because it, it'll shapeshift. It'll like try to bite her arm off or whatever, but then it just goes through her. She's she's dead already. She's a right. spirit. Like, what's it gonna do? And even if it does bite a limb off or an arm, it's probably not gonna phase her. Yeah, yeah. No, I I think Samara. I think Samara wins. Yeah. Rob, the thing and Santa Jaws just got knocked out round <laughs> and Kane Hodder knocked out round one. Um. Honestly, uh, uh, the thing doesn't really upset me that much because I, I don't think that what makes that movie great is um, it, it's more the people and the okay. paranoia between the, you know, not trusting anybody and that sort of thing. So that one doesn't really bother me. Santa Jaws, I was a little upset about because I, I wanted to see her <laughs> go a bit further. And Victor Crowley, I was just stunned. I mean, I, you know, never would have thought he was going to be a first round exit. Damn, man. That fucking Captain was. See, I don't know why you like that movie, man. You're in the <laughs> trouble. I told you. Uh, that was our sixth matchup, by the way. It, anybody, I, I understand everybody. This is it, on an audio platform. It's difficult to keep up, so you don't really have to pencil and pad this shit if you're following it that closely. Uh, you can f- keep up with us on Twitter, and I, <laughs> I'm gonna try my best to make a YouTube video out of this shit. I'm gonna, I'm gonna try my best to <laughs> time it. So I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and say you can check us out uh 
uh, youtube.com forward slash slash radio and check out uh, a video version of this this segment and you know give a little bit of uh, visual context to it yeah i think what you need to do mikey is animate these matches claymation style like celebrity death match oh yeah, yeah that'll get done <laughs> yeah. if you could just go ahead and do that for us that'd be terrific It'll be stick figures at that point. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so and at the very least, you can just follow us on Twitter because there will be images of the brackets going out and all that. So just, just in case anybody's listening, getting confused, uh, there will be visuals somewhere for the shit. Uh, what did Oh, we just did the, <laughs> the thing went down. All right. Uh, we're going back to the humans here for the next matchup. I can't wait to see Tiff. I really can't. I want to see her whoop some ass. Norman Bates. Norman Bates. From right. the 1999 Psycho remake. No. 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 It says original. On, the, on the thing. <laughs> I tried to get... You guys can't blame me. I tried. Vince Vaughn's already dead. I tried. Oh, damn. <laughs> okay, I tried. All right, so Norman Bates' original Psycho is going up against... Oh, shit. Oh, Hannibal. well. <laughs> Hannibal Lecter. Wow. I feel like we don't even have to talk about this one, right? Like, no, there's <laughs> does any, yeah, does anyone think that Norman Bates is going to beat Hannibal Lecter? I mean, I love Norman Bates. I, I love Psycho. I think it's a great film. I think Norman Bates is a really interesting character. But one of the things that makes him such an interesting character to me is that he's sort of, um, he's played sort of meek. Yeah. You know, like he's not an imposing figure, really. He's, Sort of a, a small kind of, um, I don't know, he's just sort of a meek guy. Um, he Hannibal Lecter would destroy him in 30 seconds. Mentally and physically. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, he, he, could, he could probably get uh, Norman to take himself out without, he, without yeah. even having to get out of his chair. <laughs> yeah. It'd be bad. You know, and it's fucked up, too, because I was like, when we were doing this, I, I was interested to see what Norman Bates would do, man. I really had a first round knockout like that. Damn. Norman Bates is out. Hannibal Lecter's in. That was uh, an easy one. He maybe could have taken out Jeremy Melton, but. <laughs> oh, God. That oh, yeah. Better. He'd have fucked him up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah, he'd have whooped his ass. All right, so uh, let's head back on over to the non humans. Let's see what we got. Let's see what we got. Ooh. Oh, cat! Help me, Kayoko. Kayoko? Yeah, I got it. Uh, the Grudge, more popularly known as uh, the Grudge, who I can't fucking stand, is going up against. Oh, Chucky! <laughs> this might be bad. Fuck me. Uh oh. <laughs> <laughs> I don't like this guy. <laughs> what the fuck? Can we do a redo or something? I'm, I'm trying to work this one through because it's like I don't know what either one of the, they'd be at such an impasse. All right, let, let's start with this. I got to ask you, what the fuck is the grudge? It's a ghost, isn't it? Yes. Yeah. It, it's a it's a physical manifestation of generations of rage and hate. Uh, oh. Taken form, technically speaking. Wow, when she says it that way, it almost sounds cool, but when you watch the movie, you realize it's stupid. Well, if you watch um, the original movie, if you if you read the manga... <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> um, Alright, so, this is kind of tough, but I think that Chucky is a clever enough character 
to be able to come out on top. See, I, 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 I've always been, it's, I'll give the grudge this. I've always been meaning to watch the original Japanese version. It never got around to it. Cause I would imagine it's a lot better than what we've it come is. up with here in the States. So I don't, uh, did you guys see the, uh, the remake? Yes. Fuck no. It's one of the worst movies I've ever seen. The remake sucked. Honestly, I'd rather sit and watch Rubber again. <laughs> so bad. Honestly. I really, really hated the remake. <laughs> yeah, the remake was terrible. But, I mean, that's... Yeah, I, I feel like Chucky is clever enough to figure out a way to win. I feel like... I feel like Kyoko has the advantage because Chucky has a physical form that can be destroyed. And she can kind of transcend that i that being said it's it, it's hard to imagine because if she killed him on the I, I don't know i i could go either way on this i i think if she killed him on the property i think if she even managed to do that and it would be a challenge i i think he would just get incorporated into the anger that keeps her going is the thing yeah. i could see her absorbing him see uh, now, see, I have to ask you guys again. I've only seen the original Grudge in its entirety twice, and uh, th- this came out in like what two thousand two, so something like that. So it's been a long time. I hated it both times I've seen it. I've seen bits and pieces here and there, and hated it every second of every bit of it. I-, I don't know what it is about that movie that pisses me off the way it does. But how how is she how is she defeated, or is there a defeat? Like, That's I don't the thing is there's there's not really a defeat because like if you destroy because in the um in the American re- remake if I remember incorrect they just burn down the house because they're like if the house is gone she'll be gone but she kind of like she follows people around once they destroy the house so I I think pretty much either way no matter who wins like Chucky's going to die and then his death is going to feel Kyoko in the house or Chucky's going to find a way to defeat Kyoko, maybe like burning down the house or just destroying her remains or whatever it is. But then she's going to follow him indefinitely. I don't think it's going to be a clean kill either way. See, my thing with it is I could imagine Chucky getting one look at her and being like, fuck this and burning down the house. I can see that happen. Right, like he, him just saying, I want no part of her. This whole thing has to go. Like, I could see him doing that. I don't know, man. <laughs> I can also see her, though, like, as he's killing stuff. That would be an interesting, if I were ever going to do the Grudge versus Chucky, that would be the opening scene, is Chucky goes in, gets a look at her, nopes the fuck out, and then yeah. the rest of the movie is him just seeing her around corners, like, as he's killing other people. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I think it haunts him. You think it haunts him and eventually takes him down? I no, I, no. I think he wins, but I I think that he's never the same after that. I think there's. I, I'll concede that Chucky could win this one. You know, <laughs> all right. So you guys both went with Chucky. It, it's going to be two one Chucky. As much as I fucking can't stand the Grudge, I I I, I just it, with the entity that the Grudge is, I could see it being difficult for chuck but you know at the same time like i said i could see chucky just finding a way to say fuck this and you know all right so chucky moves on that's a that's a surprisingly close match though it is it really is i really could go either way on it i'm glad i'm not tie breaking yeah yeah uh, yeah i'm glad i i would have if it was one one i probably would have given it to the grudge honestly 
and and I don't I I don't remember exactly what it is, but it's like it's such a strange character, yeah. you know. Anyway, I'm glad to see Chucky move on. Can't stay in the grudge. And, <laughs> and you guys too on Twitter. Make sure to let us know if you disagree with any of it. I'm sure most of you will, and uh, that's part of the fun of this. So we're moving on. Yeah, can't wait to hear what you have to say. <laughs> Complaints to Rob. Remember. Uh oh. Uh-oh. <laughs> Amanda Young from Saw is going up against... Is that Shawnee Smith? Yeah. yeah. Is that her name, Shawnee? Yeah. Smith? Mm-hmm. It is. Oh, no. <laughs> no. No, no, no. Okay. Strode. Can you imagine, though, <laughs> Lori Strode waking up in a Saw trap because she's not appreciating her life after Michael? <laughs> I feel like Cat has this written down somewhere. I don't like it. <laughs> <laughs> what the fuck? Oh, <laughs> uh, wow. Uh, Rob, what the fuck? Um, I don't know what to do here. This is tough. I think it's also, which Laurie Strode are we looking at? You know, oh, is the, the thing. That's a big difference. Because I was thinking, yeah. I, I immediately went to the most recent. I went right. to how... I think she has. I, I think if it's younger Laurie Strode, I think Amanda oh wins, like oh, hands yeah. down. See, I don't. I think the opposite way. Really? I think if it's yeah, I feel like young Laurie Strode is is very smart and resourceful. We see that in Halloween, and she would be able to get out of a trap. I think that the older version of Laurie Strode that we see, who's suffering from such PTSD, is kind of mentally broken in a way and would have more trouble if she woke up in a trap getting her wits about her to get out of it see i was thinking amanda would have a tougher time getting older laurie strode into a trap because she's so paranoid that's true that is true yeah like i'm not i'm not even worried about the surviving the trap part it's just like i don't think amanda would have an easy time getting her. okay yeah from from that perspective i see we're saying yeah it would be easier for her to get the young version of laurie strode in the trap. I think Lori, young Lori Strode would have an easier time surviving the trap once she was in there. Yeah. Yeah. I also think it would be hard to, if it came to actual battle, because Amanda, she's gone through so much crap, like to actually hurt her to the point of getting in that, that victory mount, you know, would take a lot. Yeah. Holy shit. Although like also we have to factor in that if I'm not mistaken, and again, you know, I've only seen these Saw movies once, but Amanda, that character at some point starts making traps that are impossible to get out of, right? That was Hoffman. Oh, okay. They, they frame it up like it was Amanda, but Hoffman is the one that okay. does like all the indestructible traps. You had to watch three okay. more movies to figure that out, right? <laughs> yeah. I guess I'll have to sit down and watch all of them again. (laughs) Although Amanda is the one, there's some debate about uh, getting into the Saw forum controversies. There is some debate about like who actually (laughs) designed Carrie's trap because Carrie's trap was inescapable and Amanda is the one that actually seals her into it. So maybe it's, yeah, I I do think, I think if Lori gets put into a trap, she might not, like, I don't think she would make it. And also, Amanda's the one who does, she does, like, a few of the mercy killings outside of the traps as well. Yeah. See, I, I'm leaning towards Amanda with that in mind also. And like I said, man, it would, if she did get out of the trap, she's still now, after every all the 
pain and anguish she's gone through to get out of the damn trap. She now has to take Amanda down, you know? So, damn it. I don't like doing this, but I'm going to have to go with Amanda. I'm going Lori. She survived Michael Myers, for God's sake. She can survive a junkie. That's such a good point. I'm giving Mikey an opportunity to switch, but I think I have to vote Amanda. I will say the the hardest hurdle for me is I, I think that she'd have a really tough time getting Lori into a trap if we're going with the most recent Halloween. But I think once Lori's in the trap, Lori's gone. Yeah. Um, do, do, do we even look at the chance of, if we are going with older Lori, do we even look at the side of the coin of what if she tries to get her in the trap and she can't? That's the side to look at, too, now. That's what I was saying. Like, I, I think older Lori stands a, a better chance just for that reason. Son of a bitch. Well, if it's older Lori and she and Amanda can't get her in a trap, Amanda's dead because older dead Lori's got fuck. tons of guns. <laughs> yeah, that's kind of the, like, if she has to get into that house. Yeah, and, and Amanda's not magical, so she isn't getting away from a gun. Right. She is smart. Like, I think, because, uh, I think she could bribe her way into the house. The podcasters get in there. Amanda could pretend to be a podcaster. <laughs> I think it yeah. I think it comes down to like syringe versus gun. I think if Amanda's sneaky enough, she can do it. But yeah, is Lori gonna let her get close enough to stick her with a syringe though? Cat- that paranoid Lori character, I don't think is gonna let her get in a position to Yeah, I think that's it's tough. I think older Lori has a much better chance than younger Lori. Cat, I'm sorry, I'm going to have to switch, and only, it's so close for me, but the the underlying issue is, if if she did, if Amanda did get Lori into the trap, if she gets out, this and that, they'd have to throw hands, and, you know, it's such a narrow thing, but the thing that does it for me is, if Amanda doesn't, it's a fucking annihilation. Yeah. And that's the only, that, that one-sidedness of that side of the coin, I have to put on Lori. I, that's fair. Like that, yeah. I I get it. That's tough. Damn. I disagree. I fell on the other side of the coin, but I it was close right. enough for me that I get it. I, I and and your side of the coin I agree with, but it's just so the other side is such an outweighing factor. You know what I mean? It's a one sided yeah. thing on that other side. So much. Damn man, fucking Lori Strode barely squeaked that one out. That was a tough one. That was that was really tough. Son, what? All right, I, you know, and damn man, I, I was I like the Amanda character a lot. It's one of the few things of Dead by Daylight that I actually like. So that sucked. Damn. It's sad to see Amanda go the first round. It is. It would have been sad to see either of them go round one. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what goes on with this uh, non-human side in our next matchup. Freddy Krueger against? Please let it be rubber. Please let it be <laughs> Oh. Oh. Wow. Whew. That's Freddy against face. Leatherface. This is really bad for me. I mean, um, I'm going to uh, say it. Freddy wins. I, I feel bad. That easy? I, yeah, I, I don't feel know. bad about it. I feel because here's the thing: if 
I think if Leatherface could, and this, there's precedent for this in the Nightmare on Elm Street movies, like, if Freddy gets pulled out of the dream or manifests in any sort of physical form, Leatherface wins hands down. But Leatherface would have to figure out how to do that. He'd have to put it all together, figure out how to bring Freddy into the physical world, and I just don't think he could. Like, I, I think he would be dead by the time he got a chance to actually meet Freddy on level playing ground and... Does Leatherface dream? Yes. Yeah, yeah, it's nightmare. Yeah. Has to. See, I look at it as though if Freddy did get taken out of that dream world, I don't know if it's that one sided, man. And I say it only. Oh, it is. It is. It is. (laughs) It's not even close. Freddy's getting beat up by teenagers all the goddamn time. (laughs) Like, his physical form is bad. Uh, The argument aside of whether or not he beat Jason, that aside. Okay. He he did. He, there were a couple spots, man, where he was whooping Jason's ass. Now, I understand Leatherface is a lot more faster. You know, strength is, you know, in the neighborhood of a Jason Voorhees somewhere in there. But he's so, f- and this is always my thing with Leatherface, man. He's so fucking clumsy. And Freddy, if nothing else, is smart and, and nimble and quick. A feeble, burned old man is not escaping Leatherface. <laughs> I don't know, man. I mean, and again, this is might be an irrelevant argument, but you know, I I do think Fred because that's always been my thing, dude. He's so damn clumsy, Leatherface. He's just swinging that chainsaw. If he doesn't hit Freddy, Freddy's just going to be jabbing him with those knives. But if he hits, and the, here's the thing: is that if he hits Freddy while in a dream, Freddy's just going to like it. Freddy's a masochist. Oh, yeah. So, yeah. like, I, there's no way that fight's coming out to the physical world. No, it's not. So, it's a re- an irrelevant argument. But I'm just saying, he might not win in the real world, but I think he would really, if he doesn't win, he'd, he'd give him, Leatherface will be bleeding. I, okay. Okay. I, I can. He'll stick and move him. Well, because Freddy doesn't necessarily die. The, you know, his head, the head winked. If Leatherface cuts him in half, like, one time, and then turns his back on Freddy, he's in trouble. That's what I'm saying, man. Okay. Freddy's, he's got some brajol to him, Freddy Krueger. I'm coming around on that. Okay, yeah. My thing was, he would, because, and in every movie, you see him just wailing the chainsaw and hitting nothing at times. (laughs) Freddy's going to just, he's going to get at least two, three jabs in there with those claws. And Leatherface is human, you know, so. Just saying. All right, so it's a clean sweep for Freddy. Yeah. <sighs> this, is, this is the problem with the random thing, though. Yeah. Uh, this is the breaks, though, man. <laughs> Leatherface is out. Yeah. I mean, I, Leatherface is gone. Are you kidding me? It's unfortunate at times, but it's given us some really interesting matches. Like, <laughs> Grudge and Chucky, I never would have thought to pair together. Right. And that was fascinating. Yeah, you know, I hope we get down to it. I would like to see Candyman versus Freddy. We're not, no, <laughs> we're not, yeah. no, I'm right? It, These choices get tougher and tougher as this thing goes. You realize that? Right? I know, <laughs> I know. I want to see it though. I want. I'm very interested. But Pinhead's got to be in the final two, right? I don't know. <laughs> right. I, I- I just want to cross that pinhead bridge okay. when I get to it. All, All right. right. I, I'm scared of that. I, I was holding my breath that it wasn't pinhead. If Freddy Krueger went out <laughs> first round, I'd cry. Live on show. <laughs> All right. I'm winding it up for the human side now. Let's see what we got over here. Ooh, Carrie White from Carrie. 
see what she's going up against. Oh, boy. All right. <laughs> How long do you think it'll take Harry to be putting the lotion in this basket? <laughs> um, well, Buffalo Bill only likes the bigger ladies. I th- maybe they take one another out. Like Buffalo Bill's like it puts the lotion on its skin and Carrie burns him to death, but then she can't get out of the well. Like <laughs> <laughs> she starves down there. Yeah. Um I actually think this is pretty easily a win for Carrie. Yeah. I mean, Buffalo Bill is uh, an interesting character and everything, but uh, there's nothing that he does really to indicate that he's uh, any sort of real fighter. Right. Or has any real strength to him. Carrie is um, telekinetic and should be able to easily handle him. Yeah. Damn, man. I like Buffalo Bill so much. First round knockout? Well, he's an interesting character, but uh, there's nothing, you know, there's just no, there's no real strength there. I don't know that there's anybody on this list that would have lost a Buffalo Bill, to be honest with you. Jeremy Melton. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. I don't even know about that. I mean, you know, Buffalo Bill, his whole thing is sneak attacking Ted Bundy style. True. Yeah. You know, to get the, the jump on these women. Um and then the the one time he has to face somebody, Clarice, it's in the dark. He has night vision goggles and he still gets killed. Yeah. <laughs> you know, I mean, he's not, <laughs> yeah. he's not a great killer. That's true. That's true. Yeah. Damn. I feel like he'd be getting his own way, too, in, in a situation like that. Yeah, that sucks. All right. Buffalo Bill's out. First round. The way it goes in Murder Madness. For the Lord Humphrey Cup. Uh oh. Here we go. Ooh, Jason. <laughs> we got a Jason Voorhees, Rob's front runner, and all this. Rob, who do, who do you not want in this? Other than Pinhead. I ain't afraid of nobody. Okay. Jason's <laughs> 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 out of the bracket, everybody. <laughs> no. All right. Guys, we kind of have to redo this one. No, we don't. Dude, we can't have Jason go out first round. Yeah, he's not going out. We can't have Pinhead go out first round either. Mikey's in a situation where he knows that one of us is about to quit the show and he's desperately trying to roll <laughs> no, it no, back. No. <laughs> Look, I like I have no horse in this race at all whatsoever. Jason Voorhees easily beats Pinhead. Pin- no, he doesn't. Uh, no, <laughs> that that's the thing. Pinhead, what is Jason Voorhees going to do to Pinhead that Pinhead isn't going to like? He's going to lop his head off. And <laughs> Pinhead's gonna with, like it, and then his with head a is machete. gonna come back. No, 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 no. Uh, Pinhead can literally his whole job, his whole existence is just about torturing souls. You can't hurt Pinhead. Like, uh, Jason's not gonna be able to slow him down. Like, he he's he's an immortal being. Pinhead is gonna rip him apart, hold him in place with a bunch of hooks. And then his soul is going to get tortured for eternity. We might even get to find out like what keeps him alive because it's going to stop. 
And those worm creatures are low-level health creatures. Like, Pinhead's above him. He outranks Jason. But I'm not budging off Jason. I'm not budging off Pinhead. Fuck me. Pinhead is smarter, <laughs> he's more powerful, and if, if it comes down to just the hell thing, he out he literally outranks Jason. Jason is just a killing machine. But so That's it. Pinhead is He doesn't Pinhead's just a soul torturer. Like it what, Jason can can't kill Pinhead. Pinhead can torture Jason. But we don't know that Jason has a soul. Indefinitely. But he doesn't need a soul cuz Pinhead can torture on Earth too. Can and has. I don't know. I don't know if he can on Earth with Jason. Jason, I'm going to talk about Jason takes Manhattan. Uh, uh, uh. I'm I'm going to throw this in here. Jason takes Manhattan. Jason is dumb enough to just get boxed on a roof by like a normal human for like what was it, thirty minutes of runtime? Can you imagine him? Like he would just stay there and be tortured forever. Like yeah, but he just kept getting punched and punched and punched, but he never went down. And as soon as he got tired of it, he knocked the guy's head off. Yeah, but Pinhead isn't going to get tired. That is what Pinhead enjoys doing. And he... I, there's no way. <laughs> I, I don't see it. I don't I don't see it. Jason, Jason takes him out. Plus, he takes him and all the Cenobites out. Plus, do you know how bad it would hurt for Jason to punch Pinhead? His hand would get stuck. He'd get skewered and then tortured for eternity. <laughs> he would push the pins all the way through his head. Well, I do have some Pinhead questions, because we've never really seen Pinhead get his ass whooped or nothing, you know? So it's like, if, just say, Jason did take a swipe and cut off a limb, would it grow back on Pinhead? It could reattach. <sighs> this is a really fucking tough one. Why'd this have to happen? He's not like Deadpool, like, it's not gonna grow back, but he has, right. like, Pinhead is, this is like a form that he takes. This is ridiculous. <laughs> How the fuck did this happen? Two of the fucking top front runners for this whole thing just matched up in round fucking one. This is ridiculous. Okay, I have Cinnabite questions now. Okay. I really don't know what the fuck to do on this one. I'm going to be completely honest. Yeah. And, and ultimately, it's my decision, which is ridiculous. Anyway, <laughs> um, like, the Cinnabites, now, what role would they play in this is the real question. Because if we, we've seen Jason go through, he's been exploded for crying out loud. You know, yeah. they blew him up. Like, is there a world where he turns into that worm thing and takes into a Cenobite or maybe even Pinhead? You know, like there's so many different rules in both these characters when you really start going step by step into them. See, I think that's the thing. I think if Jason turns into a, like, a, because a, there are, there's a hierarchy of demons. I think what it comes down to is that if Jason turned into one of these demons, he'd be on the lower hierarchy because he's he doesn't have the powers that the older, more established demons have. I, I think like the best case, most evolved Jason is an underling to Pinhead. Whoa, whoa, whoa! You're calling Uber Jason an underling to Pinhead? Yes, <laughs> Uber Jason. Um, oh, yes, I forgot about Uber Jason. <laughs> yeah, but I don't. Uber Jason, I don't know if we would put Uber Jason, you know, like if I'm thinking Jason, that's the last. See, my my thing with it is ultimately above everything you guys mentioned, the intelligence, you know, and I think that comes into play with a lot like Chucky fucking overtook a demon because of intelligence purely, you know, 
Like, would Jason be smart enough or have enough? Because he's a very slow moving. Like, I think Pinhead could see him coming and calculate a plan a lot quicker. Like, because Jason's just going to go up and swing. And Pinhead doesn't even need a plan. He needs, like, a snap of his fingers. And then all the hooks come out from the walls. Yeah, see, that's my my thing. Because Jason was chained up and put in the bottom of a lake by humans. You know? And Pinhead can do that infinite yeah. ways for eternity. And water, too, is a big weakness with him, Rob. Fuck water. No, that's a falsity. Jason's not afraid of water. Well, oh, well, yeah, we've seen that in Jason Takes Manhattan. That is kind of true, yeah. Yeah, no, he's, yeah, that, that was a stupid addition in Freddy vs. Jason that doesn't make sense. Uh, it's true. Damn it. He man. goes in the water a lot. <sighs> I've seen Jason not kill but stopped and hell damn near killed put in a coffin. He did die. He had to be brought back to life by humans. I've never seen Pinhead killed. Rob, I'm going to have to go Pinhead on this one, man. All right. Well, guys, it was fun being part of the show. (laughs) No, no. Dude, it's... God, it was like the worst possible fucking matchup for him. You're taking out Jason Voorhees in round one. Oh, this, do it. Yeah, you know what? I'm removing my name from the cup. <laughs> Thank God for that. It, it, it's like I said, it comes down to intelligence for me. You know, like Pinhead, Pinhead's going to come up with something, but he can restrain Jason long enough to do what he needs to do, is what I feel. You know, but then again, on the other side, it's like, what if Jason, I see it's so hard to get there because if those hooks come out, man, Jason's going to be restrained for at least a couple minutes. He's going to rip those things right off the wall. <sighs> Will he, though? See, but even if he does, he's going to fall to pieces. Yeah, he's going to lose. Some, I don't Rob, it's a tough one for him to win, man. I don't know, guys. I, I, I disagree, but, uh, you know, whatever. You one of you two has to break it to IR Chris. I'll do it. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> you realize Chris Chris is gonna probably come to our house over this. <laughs> like I'm not kid- dressed up as Jason. <laughs> I'm not happy about this either. Like I, I was really looking forward to But but see, this is again, I just want to bring it up. We are moving forward into a world where Jason Voorhees is knocked out round one, one discussion of Jason. And three finger from fucking wrong turn could very well go on to the next round. Yeah, but that's what we signed up for when we decided to do it randomly. People are going to be pissed. People are going to be you mad. Know, if we had seeded these out and created a bracket, then it would have, you know, these two obviously would not have met this early, but no. this is how it goes. Fuck. I can't believe this happened. I'm stunned. They should have established Jason's powers better. And that and that's my only thing with it because I can see a world where Jason will just you know eat a bunch of shit that Pinhead's throwing at him and you know get close enough to do damage. And I don't know if Pinhead could recover fast enough. But then see that's where it becomes unfair too. The Cenobites are there. They could buy Pinhead a lot of fucking time. You know. He's just, he's got too much to overcome, man. See, I I can see worlds where, like, Jason eventually breaks free of the Cenobites and does damage to Pinhead, but there's just, like, moving on from that, like, what's the end game? 
I feel like it's a Victor Crowley Cabin in the Woods thing. There's no way Victor Crowley should have fucking lost that. But it's just how much can he can he he can't overcome it all, you know? Rob, I'm sorry. <laughs> I don't like it either, man. I, I tried to avoid all of it. I was the tiebreaker and saved Leprechaun, but okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't like it either. I'll make this offer again. Uh, now that it's too late, now that we already have the brackets up, I'm we we can cut this out of the episode. We can undo it. If you guys admit that Cenobites are just overpowered and Pinhead would automatically win no matter what, we could take him off no, the No, I'm not going to say no matter what. No, no. I can't do that. All right. No, nope, we go forward. All right. I got arguments to make going forward, goddammit. <laughs> we move no. forward. All right. I'm stunned right now. I'm fucking stunned right now. I wish he had gone up against the Babadook. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> well, I, I wish I, round one had been Pinhead versus the Babadook. This was like, other than Freddy, like Pinhead. Why didn't he go up against fucking Three Finger Man? Like, why? Why? <laughs> this is ridiculous. Well, we got to move forward from that. That's yeah. bullshit. Damn. We are going to get so much hate on Twitter for this. I Yeah. <laughs> we really are. And I'm going to tag Kat in every single fucking Yeah, don't, don't send that shit my way. <laughs> I will take up the, the pinhead complaints. I, I know I have said to address them to Rob. This was a rough blow for round one. and I won't back it down, but I will apologize. <laughs> there, there is. I mean, there the pinhead lovers out there are fucking insane. Because I put out a tweet <laughs> not too long ago, Freddy vs. Pinhead. <laughs> And I know there's an argument to be made. I get it. It was so fucking overwhelming with pain. I was like, holy shit. I want to point out, because that was the one that I was afraid was going to come up in this round, because I really like, I, I have sentimental attachment to the Nightmare on Elm Street movies. Uh, I was really afraid I was going to have to vote Freddy out round one. And oh, um, I did not vote in the Freddy versus Pinhead poll. <laughs> it's tough. Because like really I tough. knew in my heart it would be Pinhead, but I didn't want to say it. <sighs> I'm spinning on the human side, guys. I, 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 this one's gonna take a minute to get over. Yeah. I'm upset. Fucking Jason, man, my second favorite. <sighs> Let's see. Ooh, all right, guys, the we got collector. the collector up. The collector from the collector franchise, obviously, is going up against. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> Ghostface. For Rob, don't hold grudges. <laughs> don't hold grudges. Uh, um, grudges aside, I think this is pretty easy. I think the collector wins. Oh, really? Um, yeah, he's a meticulous uh, killer. He sets up all those traps. We see Ghostface is just a uh, bumblefucks his way around with a teenager in a mask. He stumbles. He falls all the time. He's going to fall face first into a bear trap. An acid floor. My counter argument for that, Ghostface is a stalker. You know, like who's to say he's not watching this guy set up those traps and calling him in the middle of it to mock him about it? That's possible. It's but possible. It's feasible. I feel like the collector is always a step ahead, too. Yeah, it's, a, well, this is a bad matchup from Ghostface. Damn it, Cat. What, what do you think of it? I, it's hard because, again, iconic. I, but, the collector, I think. I think Ghostface is making those calls while the collector is like putting traps all around him in the house. 
Yeah, I mean, I, I seriously like. I love. It's ridiculous that that Ghostface goes out this early, in my opinion. But the reality is, he's going to be calling, and then he's going to be like, "I'm not in that <laughs> closet," and open the door and trip over something, and seriously, a bear trap smashes his head. So you guys are both uh, collector, huh? Yeah. Yeah, I mean that's the problem with with Ghostface. I, he's an iconic character. The mask is iconic and everything, but he has a series of teenage boys. <laughs> yeah, in the end it's always, you know, um some teenager running around and uh, it just uh, yeah, not against the collector. Can you imagine Scream 4 Ghostface against the collector though where it's like <laughs> this is too much like the saw traps and it's stupid and then like <laughs> As the skin is melting away. <laughs> I hate you both. Well, I'm going to go to space just so it's not a clean sweep. Although it would be nice because we'd get hot Emma Roberts being all crazy again. <laughs> oh my god. And monologuing. <laughs> You're ridiculous. I can't go space out round one. Back to back with Jason. What the? No, you, we took out Jason. Hurts. All bets are off all now. Bets are Seriously. Off. Anybody can go at this point. We ripped the Band-Aid right off of this one, man. <laughs> Fuck. And we've knocked out some heavy hitters already. Victor Crowley, Jason. Leatherface. Leatherface, Santa Jaws is out. What's the world coming to? <laughs> nope. All right, next bracket. Ooh, the Babadook is going up against... Let it go an extra second. We got a good one, maybe. Huh. <laughs> Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice, Beetlejuice. Look at Beetlejuice right. and tell me that he's not depressed. <laughs> Go ahead and dismantle this one, cat. <laughs> Somebody else is going to have to take the lead because I'm not real sure what the fuck the Babadook is. It, I guess the question for this one is how literally do we want to take it? Because the Babadook is just, you know, it's a symbol for depression. But... It, if you look at the creature, like he doesn't do that much stuff. So, oh, but Beetlejuice isn't really like a fighter either. The Babadook just—I mean, yeah, I don't, I, so it's morbid to say that the like depression wins, but I think the Babadook is like that. Yeah, that's what I was thinking too. I mean, I in what instance does Beetlejuice fight? But imagine what he could do if he did. I mean, I got no horse in this one, as much as I. I am the reason that Beetlejuice is on this list, begrudgedly to my two co-hosts here. Yeah, Beetlejuice was one of the ones that I had a problem with, because I thought we were doing killers, and it's like, why is Beetlejuice, why is Beetlejuice on Beetlejuice? here? <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to say the Babadook, because it kills people. Like, that's that's his thing. But how does he kill people, though? Because I am curious, too. Well, he, he... Is it like a Slenderman deal? No, it, it's like a, it's a very psychological, I, I don't think he could right. take many people on this list, because I think if, you know, like, this manifestation depression creature had to go up against, like, anything with a knife, <laughs> he would lose. He just, like, he gets in people's heads. I just keep thinking of the scene in Beetlejuice where his head gets shrunk and he just sits there. <laughs> but see, you know, like, he's just not a fighter, it's not what he does. No, I don't know if he can get Beetlejuice's head, though. Like, out of all the people. I mean, I don't know. I, I I, can't. I've always liked to live in a world 
where we could get a Beetlejuice movie, but like a dark Beetlejuice movie where he is a kid. Like, I, I don't know. That's always been, even from when I was younger, because I've always liked the Freddies and everything. And I was always like, imagine if Beetlejuice ever, it, it was just always a cool thought for me. But I mean, we know Babadook has it in him. He's done it before. As strong willed as Beetlejuice is, I, I, I think with someone as much, with as much experience of, like Beetlejuice is kind of everywhere. Babadook might be able to sneak his way in mentally. Yep. Well, Babadook moves on and Jason's out. What a world. What a world we live in. I do think Jason would have beat the Babadook. Like, oh, yeah. Really hard. <laughs> the Babadook would have shown up with, like, his top hat and Jason would have just, like, stabbed him to death. <laughs> Easily. Like, aren't you sad that you drowned in a lake? Stab, 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 stab. All right. The human side. Ooh, Brenda from Urban Legend, one of my favorites, is going up against. Sweeney Todd. Sweeney Todd wins. This is an odd matchup. See, I think Brenda wins because Sweeney Todd's a musical. <laughs> All right, I, yeah, I don't really know to be honest with you. I've never seen Sweeney Todd. Really? Yeah. Um, so here's the thing: is that Sweeney Todd is very effective. Like when he is at his least effective, it's when he's killing people he wants to kill. He's very streamlined when it comes to killing like random people that he doesn't give a shit about. So I think, and Brenda falls like very neatly into that category. I think he'd be like, hey, you'd make a good pie. Death. <laughs> you know, when you take the hood off, uh, I don't know, man. Brenda threw together some of the craziest kills I've ever seen. I don't know if it's that easy of a, of a decision. Like, uh. See, I, I do think... I. I think if it came down to like planning, I if you made them plot to kill one another, I think Brenda would stand a better chance. But I think if they just like ended up in the same room without oh, any yeah. further questions, Sweeney Todd would kill her, you know? Yeah. But that's the thing though. If they were both put on notice, go kill each other. Brenda might get that upper hand. I'm gonna go Brenda. Rob, up to you. She could maybe outsmart him, but yeah. at, like he's so fast. Yeah, that's true. Ooh. When he's not monologuing, he's so fast. <laughs> you know, yeah, I might have damn. <laughs> yeah, I'm gonna have to go fucking Sweet Todd on this one. I forgot about him in action. Even if she did fucking sneak up on him and everything, like a lot of her shit, everything needs to go right. Yeah. And I I don't think everything will. If she could like lure him into a woods situation, you know, where he's like disoriented and she could sneak up on him at just the right time, like I I, I will say I was maybe a little bit too fast. I think I think she'd give him a fighting. Uh, she'd give him a fight, but yeah, he knows right where that artery is. <laughs> Rob, where are you on this one? Just for fun, um, I guess Sweeney Todd. I mean, I, I've never seen the the movie. Uh, I don't know, but from what Cat has said, yeah, I, I would have to go his way. Yeah. I will say now, like we voted Sweeney Todd. I do think it would be really funny. I don't think it would be as practical. I do think it would be really funny if you could use the fact that someone comes from a musical world against them, where, like, if all Brenda had to do was trick him into singing, 
she'd have like an extra two minutes. (laughs) Yeah, maybe. She might. But then again, like even if she tried (laughs) something, I just feel like he'll just fucking break into a slaughter. Probably true. Anyway, okay, so Sweeney Todd moves on. And guys, we're down to our last matchup for this side of the bracket. Let's see. And it's the non-human side. Here we go over here. Uh-oh. Paimon Uh-oh. From Her- uh, Hereditary. I've never seen Hereditary, so I'm probably going to be out of this one. I still refuse to see it. I don't know why you won't watch it. It's a good movie. Because everyone talked about it. Watch it be Doctor Sleep, another one I've refused to watch. No- oh, boy. Oh, boy. Against Michael Myers. <sighs> Sweet Jesus. Okay. All right. Someone's going to have to explain to me who that first one was and what, what they do. I'm going to let Rob take that one. Yeah, he's hard to. Pylon's hard to to quantify. It's um, uh, some sort. Of, I guess is is Pylon a demon? Yeah, I think so. I think he's a yeah demonic god. Yeah, who is inhabiting various people throughout the movie? Well, not various, a couple of different people throughout the movie, but looking for a permanent host. So basically, he's it's it's uh, he's a demon who, uh, for lack of a better explanation, possesses someone, takes over. Huh? He ain't taking over Michael Myers. How does he transfer from host to host? Well, that's the that's the whole thing is that it's not an easy process. There's a whole cult oh. involved, oh, <laughs> and a ritual. Uh uh-uh. uh And um, in in the movie Hereditary, <laughs> this cult is made up of mostly damn near elderly people they're all old oh no they're not getting michael based on this information i'm going with myers yeah i don't i don't see much of a, a path for for pyman to to win because essentially by by winning he would have to to inhabit michael myers and i just don't see how that's going to happen i will say i think if he got the chance to inhabit michael myers like i i don't know if michael is strong-willed enough that he could resist but the circumstances leading up to that would make it. I don't know how he'd get in there. Yeah, I don't either because in it, it's been a while since I've watched Hereditary. I do. I've seen the movie a number of times though, but I feel like there was a whole process involved, right? Like they had the ritual and everything. Yeah, and I don't see how that particular, especially that particular cult of people who seem to all be old, are going to get Michael Myers in a position to where they can they can summon Paimon into his being or whatever. Yeah, I think it's pretty easy easily Michael Myers is gonna take this one. Oh I think Michael, yeah. Okay. Clean sweep for Myers. Alright, so the list is rounded out. Uh Freddie, Michael, Leatherface, and Jason all went at it in this round. Some fell, some didn't. This is this this was a fucking crazy round one. <laughs> crazy round one. Whew. Holy shit. Like I don't even know. Like I'm still in shock from the Jason thing, dude. Like what the fuck happened with that? What are the odds, man? I genuinely thought it might I like if we had this, I thought it was going to be I thought this was a conversation we'd have for like the winner. Right. Damn, man. Well, that's the left side of the bracket. So next week we will be hitting up the right side, obviously, 
And we still got some big names to come out of it, too. We got uh, the Creeper from Jeepers Creepers, Pennywise, Candyman, Jaws, Brucey Bruce Jaws. We got a lot of names in there. And Robert, Robert the, the Tire. tire. <laughs> and Robert the fucking Tire. Uh, I, I just can't get over this Jason thing. Uh, you, you guys pissed a lot of people off <laughs> by proceeding. I'm just saying. Well, we had to proceed. That's just that. That's you, you don't change the rules in the middle of the game. We're not going to redo it. We didn't have to proceed. <laughs> There's a thing called the edit button. Like, I just cut it out. <laughs> it never happened. Nobody ever knows. <laughs> and life moves on with Jason and Pinhead for another fucking episode. Well, you know, I, that would be more work for you, and I wouldn't want to create that. Oh, yeah, no, all the bleeps you've got it up, of course not. If we yeah. could just undo it real fast. <laughs> <laughs> I still wish we could, to be honest with you. God, <laughs> man, I can't believe it. <sighs> I don't know. I don't, that, that was wild. Well, I think uh, after the first uh, round of this, what has come to light, for the most part, is that supernatural abilities pay off when you're trying to murder people. They that's the thing, man. And that's yeah. and like I said when, when we first when we started out here, this isn't really that like the ultimate kill. Uh, matchups are everything, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. They really are everything. Like fucking Victor Crowley lost to some chick, you know, <laughs> like just some regular fucking person, man. Like how? But it it happened. I mean, you know, other circumstances understood, but ultimately that's who we lost to. Pen- like just. Face value, he lost to some human being. It is crazy. <sighs> I got anxiety over this thing. I don't like it. <laughs> oh, fuck. <laughs> Guys, okay, be- before we wrap up, though, we really got to figure out what the fuck we're going to do with IR crew. <laughs> yeah, he's a big boy. He can take it. It'll be all right. Dude, he's going to... Plus, his wrath shouldn't be focused at me. No, but that's why you don't care, but... I mean, you were the tiebreaker, so... I know. <laughs> Hell's gonna have to be paid. Raised, even? Ah, uh, <laughs> look what you did. <laughs> Chris, that, that's cat poking fun. I just Sorry. That cat. It's not me. God almighty. I'll take the wrath for this one. He's gonna be on the show again, eventually. I just knew it as soon as, and I almost didn't want him. It's one of those things when you're counting slashers, you can't leave Pinhead off. But I knew that I was gonna get really defensive about him. And not, and you know, rightfully, like, I, look, I'm round two. I mean, I got lucky with Freddie on this one, you know. And even then, it was a discussion. Like, who the hell did he go up against? Uh, Leatherface. I mean, it's it's tough, man. Like we have like all horror fans, we have emotional attachments to these guys and. You guys with with Leprechaun, I, I owe you both <laughs> dinner. Like you were very objective, and you could have given me way harder of a time about that. But you know, it's it, it's hard decisions, man. So many things, and there's such different characters. Ah, <sighs> well, th- this is this is definitely something. It is something that's for sure. The beginning of the end of Slasher Radio, <laughs> if, right? The Devil's Rejects went out first round too. That, that's a, that was a big blow to my. My poor little heart. Yeah, that really hurt me. I was, I was broken up about that. I haven't quite recovered yet. I was really surprised that it happened right up until I remembered how much Rob doesn't like Rob Zombie. <laughs> I know. I know. He's, he kind of tried to act objective on that one, but he snuck it right in that to fuck Rob Zombie one good time. You you were yeah. so level-headed about it that I like completely forgot. 
Yeah, it went over my head too, and I was sitting there talking and like, wait a minute, this son of a bitch just snuck right in there. Yeah, but it, it made sense to me. And you actually you switched my vote on that one because I went in thinking that uh, that the three would win. You happy now? You see what you did, son of a bitch. Well, um, I think that's it for this week, guys. This this is crazy. Like I <laughs> I did not expect it to get this real this fast. Like holy shit. But uh, yeah, we, next round should be good. That randomizer, <laughs> yeah, that randomizer is really what what makes this thing up. <sighs> that thing, that randomizer is a bitch, isn't it? Yeah, someone shitting that thing's Cheerios. I mean, <laughs> it, I feel like it knows us. Yeah, I, it makes things more interesting though, because if we had seeded this out, most of these first round matchups would have been walkthroughs. Oh y- y- yeah, walkthroughs and like videos that people have done like people i'm sure have talked about like if the grudge or samara wins right if santa jaws could defeat bruce (laughs) Mm -hmm. right yeah well uh, i don't know about all that but uh, yeah it definitely it opens up much more conversation like who the hell would ever thought you'd talk about samara versus or the grudge versus chucky ever wait what the hell and now it's all we want to talk about yeah, or Patrick Bateman versus Jeremy Melton. <laughs> that could have definitely been the end of the second bracket for sure. Yeah. That shit had to come up second to hell. Well, on the bright side, Rob, if anybody turned off the show at Bateman and Melton, they didn't hear the Jason thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well. All right, guys, go follow us on Slasher Radio, uh, at Slasher Radio on Twitter. Go to SlasherRadio.com. Be sure to bookmark that bitch. You can catch all our episodes, interviews, all that stuff. Uh, you can find me sock on- update. Maybe <laughs> uh, I guess uh, you can shout. You can follow me at Mikey's Dead on Twitter. Also, give us a follow on Twitch. That's at uh, uh, Twitch TV forward slash slash radio. Uh, I throw down on Friday a uh, fair amount. And I sprinkle some other stuff in there. Not Dead by Daylight. So if you're looking for Dead by Daylight gameplay, get the fuck out of there. I don't give a fuck. And. Uh, yeah, that's it for me. Rob, where do they find us? I'm on Twitter, at Radio Rob 123 You can also listen to my other show, This Horror Life, wherever you're listening to Slasher Radio. Uh, you can find me on Twitter, at cat underscore velour, V-O-L-E-U-R. You can also check out uh, Blood Binge on YouTube. I write for them. They do cool horror videos, ranking the morality of slasher movie characters. So... You hear that, IR Chris? V O L E U R. Keep that in mind. And come back and check us out next week, guys. We'll be back with the second, uh, the second side of the bracket. Good night from Slasher Radio. All the best of Slasher Radio podcast. Can we come up with a name real quick? Like, we're debuting this without a name. Uh, a legitimate name, or? <laughs> a legitimate name, I mean. The 2021 Lord Humphrey Cup. No.
All I right. mean, could we just call it slasher madness? Like, I, I don't know. Murder madness. Ooh. Fuck. The tw- I had a good idea. 2021 Rob Cup. How's no. that? Kind Lord of Rob. The Lord Rob Cup. You, you no, had to nothing know. with Rob in it. No. <laughs> or Lord. It makes no sense. Cat, <laughs> I'm kind of liking Murder Madness. Yeah, Murder Madness is good. It's it's got the alliteration. I know. Damn it, Rob! Damn you! Why do you have good ideas? I just do. I don't know. I'm a factory of good ideas. <laughs> You're a factory of something. Okay. Uh, make sure you ain't cheating. <laughs> <laughs> Rubber, Jason Voorhees. I was just going to say, yeah. <laughs> there was no time to spin it. Ah, Jason Voorhees. <laughs> it came up. Those socks are nice. Oh, God. You enjoy your socks? Yeah. Dude, one day, I'll pay somebody to break into your fucking place and steal all your socks. Just Not keep them forever, but just make you think. Ugh. You know, like have them just go through, like rummage through a few drawers, leave some stuff open. Maybe like, what's missing? Like, it's just your sock. Oh, I'd notice when my socks were missing. <laughs> <laughs> the TV's gone. The fucking furniture's <laughs> half out of the house. Jewelry, money. But goddamn it, the socks. Again, not worried about it. Attack Beagle. <laughs> Leave that dog alone. Then I gotta go to Ikea. For what? They got, I'm, I'm out of shelf space for records, so I gotta go get another shelf. Oh. And they, they have the perfect shelves there. Dude, my um my player came in. Oh yeah? Yeah, so uh I listen to some of this stuff. Man, Rob Zombie's a weird motherfucker, dude. Yeah, he is. He's <laughs> a weird motherfucker. <laughs> what kind of table did you get? Mm, some basic one. It was uh originally sixty dollars. It was on sale for forty. I got it off Amazon. Uh-huh. It's nothing crazy. But uh it has Bluetooth, so I can connect my phone to it. Yeah. Uh, FM, you know, basic shit. But it works, so that's, 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 cool. that's better than what I had. But man, I've listened to that Crip Jam shit again. Too. John Casey was spitting bars on that thing. I don't care. <laughs> All right, man. Are you, uh, well, I think just says that I'm waiting to be let in. Are you not oh, letting fuck me in? Me. I'm sorry. I forgot. Damn, if it makes that. you feel any better, he didn't let me in either. Uh, no, I thought you two I were just sitting in there talking <laughs> shit. Well, we were conspiring about put <laughs> <laughs> a pair. Yeah. Here's how we're going to rig this. <laughs> okay, yeah. there you go. All right, All right. so you might want to mute it, too. Your shit on. So. Oh. oh, yeah, okay. Uh, see, now I got two robs. I don't need two mute. robs. Can't handle two robs. You're real lucky you get a third or fourth one.
Yeah, I listened to your episode of Geeked Out, Cat, and <laughs> I mean, I guess it was good. Like, I had no <laughs> idea what the hell you guys were talking about the whole time. <laughs> I was just like, all right, Dungeons and Dragons ain't for me, I guess. Dungeons and Dragons, it's complicated. <laughs> yeah. It seems like it. It's uh it's got like three uh three hundred page volumes of rules, and that's not counting like any of the supplemental materials or anything. It's rough. You have to keep up with all that? Yeah. Fuck that. Mm-mm. Yeah. Yeah, it's I I don't. I like every week I have a player calling me out on something. And they're <laughs> like that's not how that works, and it's like, well, too bad. Yeah. Uh, oh, fuck you, <laughs> I'm in charge. You gotta read all those rules and know all those rules. You might as well just go to law school. Also, some of the Seriously. rules make no sense. This was something I, I didn't even realize. I wish I had known before I went to record it, but there's a rule about grappling people. Like, if you get into... You, you can just, like, wrestle people in Dungeons & Dragons if you don't want to <laughs> deal damage to them. And it's, like... It, and all it does is reduce their movement speed, which means that, like, if you grapple someone, they can grapple you back, and you guys just hug each other, like, out of actions. So, like, neither <laughs> player can do anything, because they're just hugging each other too aggressively. And it's like, that is the dumbest thing I've ever heard <laughs> in my entire life. <laughs> I don't know, those are the only kind of hugs I give out. That's... <laughs> That shouldn't Rob, that could be me and you. <laughs> yeah, just Hugs super aggressive so the other person can't move. That's how I like to hug. Yeah, we'll go around grappling everybody, yeah. holding down. Yeah, I can't help but feel out. like it's it's not a good strategy. That's <laughs> <laughs> all right. We don't know what the hell we're doing anyway. Uh, so. uh-uh. I mean, it's either that or slap fight. <laughs> <laughs> I love how Rob fucking kept. He's done nothing but say you had the wrong host on. You had the wrong host on. Throughout both of our appearances, Kat. And then when the guy finally says, oh, I have anybody on. Come on. It's like, I'm busy. I, yeah, yeah, I know. I saw that. <laughs> Sorry, I'm busy. <laughs> You're such a dick. <laughs> I could not do it. It was too funny. <laughs> You're like the first podcasting heel <laughs> in the horror realm. I swear to God, dude. Like, you just generate heat. Like, it's so funny. Yeah, me too. <laughs> Anything you do, like any, I mean, granted, a lot of it's warranted, I'll admit, but still, like, even things that you would think wouldn't be a big deal for some reason, just you piss people off. I don't know, people want to pile on me for some reason. Everybody always picks on me, I don't know why. You make that, you want you. them to. <laughs> I'm just over here being me. Oh, god damn it. I don't know why this thing, this cord, is making a weird sound in my ear because it's touching things. And it's never done that before. I don't understand. What the deal is today? I don't like having both my ears covered. Uh, it's very, very weird. I don't like it. That's odd. Yeah, I don't know what it is. I can't. I can't do it. You're a weird little man. Leave me alone. <laughs> <laughs> what do you use? Are you, do you have like actual headphones or are you using like earbuds? No, I have wireless headphones. Oh. Uh, I have wired headphones. For I usually, I never use wired headphones. But for this, it's like less can go wrong if I do. So I just use yeah. It. So what do you you leave one off? Yeah, I just have it like kind of cocked to the side a little bit. Yeah. Oh fuck! I have a drink in the front. Hold on, I'll be right back. I have a feeling this is the episode that I most am going to wish that I had beer for. Oh yeah, I should. I've got. Um, I just brought alcohol up to my office today for this one. 
Yeah, I uh, did not get any. I should have gone to the liquor store, but I did not. So I'm drinking Mountain Dew Code Red. Oh, no. Yeah. <laughs> I'm going to be hype. I would not drink Mountain Dew Code Red unless I was already drunk. <laughs> yeah. I, don't know. I get it every once in a while. I'm not a big Mountain Dew fan. There's like not a flavor of Mountain Dew that doesn't just taste like Mountain Dew to me. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I like it. Um, I just, you know, way too much sugar. All right, guys. If this is what I think it might be, I'm going to be pissed. I got a Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade. You got a Bud Light Seltzer Lemonade? Yes. So that's basically a Lemonade White Claw? <laughs> okay, this is better than I thought it would. Okay, cool. I, could, I can get jiggy with this shit. What the hell are you drinking, man? I don't know, man. I seen it. I said, fuck it. This is what I'm drinking. I got a White Claw a few weeks ago. Mm -hmm. And it was super disappointing. I don't like White Claws. I never had them. Where's this son of a bitch? There he is. Ow. Okay. But Patrick Bateman won. Yeah, no, but they, he has to be off the list. So oh. Well, is somebody keeping a list of who won? Yes, I am. Okay. All right. I'm just making sure. I'm doing something over here. I don't want to. I don't want to go through all this and then we're like, <laughs> oh shit, I forgot to write it down. <laughs> well, to be fair, that would just mean I have to fucking do it when I go and edit. So. Yeah. Because you know I'm not writing anything down over here. No, I'm not. You're probably just staring at your sock. I don't. I don't have the. I don't have Google spreadsheets open or anything. <laughs> well, thank God for that. Bet MGM has an unreal deal for sports fans in Virginia. Turn five dollars into one hundred and fifty dollars instantly when you place your first wager at Bet MGM. Simply download the Bet MGM app and sign up using code Champion One Fifty. Then. Place a $5 wager on any sport. You'll receive $150 in bonus bets, regardless of your wager's outcome. And if you think the fun stops there, the king of sportsbooks has plenty of surprises in store. Check out daily promotions, same game parlays, live bets, and so much more. Download the app in Virginia today and get $150 in bonus bets instantly from your first wager. Only at BetMGM. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer. Subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. What's so special about Hero Bread's soft, fluffy, and delicious breads, buns, and tortillas? These ultra-low-net-carb baked goods contain zero sugar, fewer calories, and more protein than the leading brands, and are high in fiber to support gut health. Shop now at Hero.co.